let's uh let's start the show a little bit and let's use his voice the whole show. Please do. Hello everyone, this is Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. I just hate that I have to put my hand up you for you to do it. <laughs> Everyone, and welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. Ugh, now I'm going to have that song in my head all day. Mm. Ugh, theme song. It's a good theme Crying song. Loud. Hi, I'm Ian Boothby. Hello. Hi, Ian. What episode is it? it is, this is episode 355. That's great. Okay, every time, every time you mention that, yep. my wife gets a dollar. So that's good. I'm going to mark that down. Because <laughs> of Agent 355 from yeah, Why the Last Man? 355 is a character oh, okay. in, the, in the comic book Why the Last Man sure. that's now being made into a pilot called Why. So what you're saying is whenever I say that it's episode 355. Thank you very much. That's one more dollar. It's one Appreciate more dollar it. into Thank the uh, till. That's nice. Well, yeah. We're, and again, we're moving, so we're what trying if you to save say, up our money. No, it's, what if I, you say I, episode 355? I'd have to pay myself, so that's just uh, like a no, okay. no good. No, okay. Yeah, Dave, I'm thinking of a number between one and a thousand. What do you think it is? Uh, is it 355? There you go. Thanks very much. All right, great. This all goes into the moving fund. It's fantastic. That's good. So we're moving on Halloween. Are you moving? Are you? Here's the question, though. Are you moving exactly on Halloween? What do you mean? Like I don't got to tell people when to rob my house. Why not? Because you know them going from and to somewhere. Our listeners are as honest as they. No, no, no. They're a bunch of thieves. There are twenty four hours. Dirty thieves is what I think that our uh, (laughs) our listeners are. Uh, Yeah, we're doing a we're doing a slow move. We're going to move from the. uh, 15th to the sure. 31st solid solid yeah. out on the 31st Nego- ma- did hardcore negotiations with the last landlord did you hardcore yeah yeah he came in yeah tried to pull some stuff tried to pull a trick a little or bit a little bit yeah. there's a little bit of like hey guys why don't you sign this thing sure. before we read it yeah then i was reading it it's like no and then uh we i uh i, I proposition with a deal mm-hmm. uh and uh he said uh I, well, we can't accept that uh-huh. and then uh wait a second you propositioned him yes okay that doesn't necessarily mean sex oh i don't know maybe it was <laughs> and he said i can't accept that and sure. i went i respect that because i'm all about consent yeah uh but then later on i wrote a little uh proposal now i'm married to the guy yeah <laughs> words are tough in english <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we ended up getting a fairly good deal for getting out of there for the a, little, a little early. How was the hall rental? <laughs> oh, we were having a religious ceremony. Uh-huh. No, this is this, no. We're not. We're not going religious with this. Can I ask? Did it cost you uh, three hundred and fifty-five dollars? Okay, that's good. I'll put that down. Excellent. I've almost got folding money. <laughs> you do. It's fantastic. How much do you get per per mention? What's that? A dollar. A dollar. Oh, that's good. Or as we call it in Canada, a gloony. Okay. We do not call it that. We do in the winter because it's very gloomy. Oh, okay. So it's like a very gloomy I, loony. We call it I guess a gloony. It I guess it is gloomy. I was going to say, it's not gloomy at all. I love it. But uh... Wait, so if I had like... Uh, wait a second. No, that doesn't make sense. I was going to do some math there, but that actually wouldn't make sense. And I would have said the number myself, so forget it. <laughs> Did you ever watch a show called Frady Cat? Wait a second. Okay. But I'll answer this question. No, you won't. But I want to make sure oh, boy. that we're going to go back to the landlord thing. All right. Very good. Because I'm really interested in what the hall rental was. There was a show There was a show called... Freddy Cat. Freddy Cat. Was it hosted by Joe Rogan? Did people, no, did people eat bugs on this show? Is he, oh, I, oh, I see. Fear Factor. Oh, I'm sorry. I think when most people think of Joe Rogan right now, they yeah. think of like his podcast mm. where he... Uh, gets high with Elon Musk and whatever, and they don't remember the fear factor. I don't know what you're thing, talking, but I guess they're bringing that back. Yeah. Uh, no, Freddy Cat was a cartoon. It was uh, made by the same people that made 
like the Archies and mm. those kind of cartoons that were like, eh, they're all right. Gilligan's Island cartoon, eh, they're all right. Okay. Uh, and the idea behind this one was it was a cat that had sure. nine lives. Okay. They were all used up except for the last one. Oh. Uh, and each one of the lives, he was like a different personality. If he said a number between one and nine, yeah. that personality would show up okay. as a ghost. Yeah. It would try to help him, but it would sure. be a terrible help. Yeah. And then if he said nine, the number nine would appear and shoot lightning bolts at him trying to kill him. It was a very strange cartoon. Yes, it sounds... And he was in a constant state of terror. That's <laughs> not very good. Okay, back to my landlord. Yes. Go ahead. Back to your landlord. So, What's your question? So you uh, you went in with a hardcore proposal. Yes. What happened? Uh, they accepted it. Oh, did they? Yeah. It was good. Uh, and actually... You didn't... You know, I just want to tell you right now. Yeah. This would have been a nice subject to cover at uh, dinner time. Why is we that? Went for dinner. Well, just because I... Do you want to discuss the proposal on the show? The What I... What I uh, yeah. What I asked no, him No, probably for? not. That's okay. No, oh, here's, okay. here's what they were saying. Oh, okay. Was uh, when we got the uh, notice that we were getting uh, kicked out of the house, it was basically they <laughs> yes. couldn't repair some things in the yep. house uh, to a to a degree where they could afford to repair the things sure. in the house. There so was better a fuse just box need to be wrap replaced. it all up. They need kick to, kick yeah. us out and tear yeah. it down. That's yes. what they decided to do. Yeah. So, uh, they Which, by wanted, the way, is insane, but okay. Yeah, this was like in early September, mm-hmm. and they were saying, uh, hey, how about you You leave by the end of September? Yeah. And we're going to give you uh, two months' rent for oh, that. okay. Now, they were, they were saying this like it was like a really super good deal. Um, Not that great. No, well, here's the thing, is you have to, if you're going to renovate someone, you yeah. have to give them four months' notice and give them a month's rent. Plus, I think there's a little extra that you're supposed to give them for moving expenses, but that's negotiable. Yeah. So uh, they were going to like give us uh, two months, two months, but that's just stupid. No dice, can't do it. Yeah. No, no way. You didn't have anywhere to move at that point. Right. So, uh, so I said like, oh, well, maybe we'd be able to move in October. Uh, and he was like, well, we can't give you anything for that except for the one month. So it's like, it, it was like no big, no, no benefit yeah. to that. And, and in fact, like any place we'd move into, we'd be paying more rent. So it just made sense to stay at the place with less rent. Yeah. You know, until, you know, it was December 31st and we had to go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then he came in with, uh, they're prepared to offer you, oh. you know, uh, one, one and a, one and, a, one and a half months rent. Oh, wow. If you leave, if you leave, you know, uh, this is like a, an early, like October 15th. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we can't. That's still too early. We're going on a trip. We're doing all this stuff. But I negotiated to like the, uh, 31st. So we're, uh, so what we're doing is we're, mo- we're going to be moving into the other place. We've got the other place from the 15th. Okay. But we have to be out of our place on the 31st. Sure. So that's how it goes. Yeah. So we are getting like, uh, extra rent. Okay. Which is okay. It's not the greatest in the world. Okay. But, you know, and we're going to get our damage deposit back because they're going to destroy the place. So, but it was weird too, like when we when I was saying like, so, and we're going to get all it'll the, be dam- the, it'll be the first time anyone got their damage deposit back. Well, this is my move. It's like, we got renovated out of the last place, right? Too. Yeah. So they were going to do all this work. So it was like, well, everything's getting trashed in here anyway. So we got the full damage deposit with no, no problem. Yeah. Um, and same thing with this one, but he was going, yeah, as long as it's, you leave it all nice and clean and everything, it'll be, it'll be fine. Yeah, we better give that a big scrub down for the old uh, wrecking ball. Make sure that we uh, <laughs> make it all squeaky clean. Sure. Well, you know, uh, Miley Cyrus is going to be riding on the wrecking ball. You don't want it unsanitary no, no, for she's, her. She's naked. She, she's going to get an she infection. Dresses, yeah, she doesn't have a lot of clothes on when she's riding that wrecking ball. Right. No, that's uh, so, that makes all yeah. so, sorts of sense. Yeah. Uh, so many people don't think about nowadays is the whole Miley Cyrus factor of wrecking ball. Uh, I think that's all people think about when they think of a wrecking ball now is Miley Cyrus. Mm. All right, think about wrecking ball. There yeah, we go. You're right. Yep. 
absolutely 100 percent. the it's been the my original image of of a golden a uh, little golden books uh t-berg gurgly drawing of a wrecking ball has now been replaced by Aww. miley cyrus i was picturing homework. uh homer simpson in the simpsons movie on the wrecking ball going okay. back and forth but you don't see that anymore now you just see miley cyrus yep that's a bit of an upgrade it's, i guess <laughs> i guess it's fine sure anyway uh long story short uh, she we, seems to be doing better we've now. got to move and ugh. Uh, but yeah. positives, uh, we're moving to somewhere better, so yay. Uh, and, negatives, and I'm, and I'm uh, more expensive, so ugh. But you're going to help us, so yay. So so there. It all it all adds up. Yeah, I just wish we zero. were there. It adds up to 355 Excellent. Folded money. <laughs> That's good. Five bucks. Nice. Perfect. Good. Um, okay, here's, here's a weird thing that I'm just going to get out of the way. Okay, please get it out of the way. This is uh this what is What did I do now? No, no, this has got it's got a slightly serious edge to it, so I'm warning you off the top. Uh but also a, a oh. weird edge to it. Okay. So I so um uh, a friend of mine Morgan is doing a friend show called The Lady Show. And okay. uh, they do sketches and stand up and it's a very good show and if you're in Vancouver it's it's really well worth seeing. And my sister-in-law uh, uh, said to me, I've got tickets. Do you want to go see it? And I was like, yeah, I do want to go see it. And it was a fringe show. So I went like, we're going to go to Granville Island. This is going to be nice. And then as we're leaving, uh, uh, she's, she says, Oh no, it's on. It's at the, the fire hall. Okay. I'm like, Oh, okay. It's fire hall, which I down I'm not, in a hinkier part of town. A little bit say. of that. Yeah. And here was the thing was I haven't been to the fire hall and you were there too. Yes. I went with you to the, yeah, to, to uh, the show. What's that? Uh, to, oh, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah that's right. The, After to, that, though, too. That's yeah, right. the, there was a for the uh, memorial we went service for a memorial service yeah. for a friend of mine, uh, mm. Joanne. And so I haven't really been back, uh, as far as I know, yeah. uh, since because mm. it's like weird feelings that I associate with with that. And you know, there, uh, we we went there, and as we, we were lining up, we were like in certain areas. We're like, oh, this happened at that service oh, here, yeah. and this happened there, and there's this is such strong memories yeah really strong memories and then sure. we went in and watched it and again it was just like this real strong memories and then uh i i i came home and i got one of those little notices on on my uh my facebook about uh you know uh memories and whatever and it was uh 10 years to the day that the service was there yeah to the exact to the exact day wow. we were there wow. and i was like jeez yeah uh, the show was very funny, but it was uh, it was like a little bit of a oof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes well, I like going to. But by going there, you're you are kind of supporting the memory of that person because they were so closely associated. That with, is true with, with that theater, and so in a way, you're kind of honoring them. No, it's a good, there. it's a good, it's a good venue. You're right. I am a good person. Um, <laughs> Dave, you don't have for. to say hero. Yes, I won't. I appreciate that. Yeah. We're just going to know that it's implied and inferred. Mm-hmm. Sure. I only use that word for sandwiches. We don't have to say hoagie. <laughs> or grinder. <laughs> Please save that for uh, mobile apps. How about Dagwood? A Dagwood is a very different type of sandwich You're right. than, uh, You're right. than, 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 a, than a hero I, sandwich. Sorry I said that. All sorry right. I said that. Now we're going to shift out of that to talking about Dagwood sandwiches. The Dagwood sandwich <laughs> has really fallen out of vogue. No, the it high, has not. The high sandwich. It has not. I could see it as a hamburger because people will, will, will do like having that double grilled mm. cheese with a hamburger in the middle. But where are you finding a Dagwood sandwich these oh, days, well, sir? Well, yes, you know my my younger daughter Eve. Yes, uh, make works at uh, the deli at our local Safeway in uh, Aldergrove. Okay, and she makes a multitude of Dagwood sandwiches every what? day. 
every for, day for 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 what unhinged jawed person <laughs> lots of people come in like and i them. understand uh one of those giant subs yeah because you could slice it and eat it yeah but a dagwood goes up high yeah with you can still slice with it. fish sticking out of it the whole it fish is, is whole fish. fish with their heads it's sticking okay. out of it ignore the yeah i know the the dagwood it's usually a bone is, sticking the out dagwood is seen in blondie is kind of repulsive looking but the dagwood is made in a, in a in a deli is a little different it's it doesn't have fe- it doesn't have fish in it for one thing All right it does not contain a whole fish it's insane uh but it does you know it's a it's a big sandwich you're right it is a big sandwich wow and they're popular they're very popular yeah very popular wow. they sell out every day that's good to know. They make a lot of them, and they all sell out. I have just thought of something somewhat disturbing, and I'm just going to try and get it out of the way. Okay. You know how the a couple of common gags are in uh, in Blondie is uh, people like walking in on on uh, on on him Dagwood yep. in the bath, and they just open the door and they talk to him while he's in his bath. <clears throat> no yep. bubbles. Yeah. So odds are they're going to see the does, full. Does he hilariously wear a bathing cap in the? Uh... No, no, because he's got his wacky hair oh, still yeah. sticking so, out. Yeah. Uh, but he's in the bath, and mm-hmm. and and he's always like turning, and that little kid is there and talking, Elmo. and neighbors Elmo. all pop is in, he... and it's fine. Yeah. But like, as a guy who eats an enormous sandwich like that on a regular, on the regular, yes, uh, cause and effect says that his poops must be enormous. <laughs> and if you have a bathroom where people just feel it's fine to open the door and yeah. have a conversation. Sure. We're just not seeing the times no. that people walk in, walk in on, on, on him where, where he is yeah. levitating off the toilet <laughs> yes. because of the sandwich that has just come out of him. <laughs> yes. Like he's a flagpole sitter. A full fish, a full fish skeleton. And then there's a fish skeleton that's <laughs> yeah, in there as yeah. well, of course. <laughs> I apologize to everyone who is listening to the podcast today. And I well, do not eating begrudge any of you mm-hmm. for turning it off now. Oh, I begrudge them all. Okay, very good. Please don't turn it off. Please listen to the show to the very end. We have a surprise at the end of the show today. Oh, we do. Very good. I, I see you holding a balloon over your head with a pin. I'm assuming that's what it is. <laughs> yes, it's it's full of uh, it's full of Dagwood's excrement. Wow. Still <laughs> less disturbing than the balloon full of blood that we brought to a county fair once as part of a comedy sketch. Well, not real blood, but yes, we did. No, have it a, was not real blood, but it a, was real human hair. It was real human hair. <laughs> we decided to uh, once again. It was a sketch about was it a guinea pig? It was yeah, it was a guinea, a guinea pig or a hamster, something like that. Some some sort of hamster. Do tricks. Yeah, so we filled it up with red liquid, the balloon. Yep. Uh, put it in glue, rolled it in human hair that yes. we got from a barber shop. You got it. The, yeah, got it I asked for I asked the barber shop for a bag of human hair. <laughs> they gave it to me. I made you go do that. Why they gave it to <laughs> a teenager who asked for a bag of human hair? <laughs> Look, in re- in retrospect, yes, I don't think there was a lot of DNA. Uh, technology no, back right. then. No. Like nowadays, yeah. what you you're could, set, You could have planted that at a murder scene. <laughs> at any murder scene. And just frame people for days. Uh, but anyway, That's we right. rolled it. And How come there were 15 different people at this murder scene? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's a cult, a kill cult. And all their hair fell out at the exact same length. Uh, and yeah, we, uh, we as, the, as the final joke in the sketch... We pounded hard down on the balloon, yes, bursting popped. said balloon, yep. covering us in faux blood <laughs> and real human hair, <laughs> as well as yes. the audience mm-hmm. who are sitting watching this. Yeah. There's no way that human hair did not reach them. I don't know. While they're eating their ice cream treats. <laughs> and prepared, uh, prepared for some... F- good old-fashioned family fun. Right. Which we delivered in spades. That's right. 
And uh, yeah, we uh, we 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 had to hightail it out of there. <laughs> I believe. No, we finished. We finished I, I, I remember doing yeah. a real quick step past the grease pole climbing contest. <laughs> but I don't believe we yeah. cleaned up the human hair from the from the stage. Wasn't our job. No, we were not. We were not uh, good. We were teenagers. We were teenagers doing comedy. <laughs> so sorry. It wasn't that kind of classy. Dagwood takes a poop humor <laughs> that we're doing in our early fifties. <laughs> it was a it was an okay sketch, but it was the wrong crowd for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, school, what is the right crowd to, to, to cover in human hair? A teenage <laughs> a teenage like school crowd would have enjoyed that joke, I think, quite a bit. Yeah, still think we would have gotten notes, <laughs> but maybe who knows? Yeah, okay. I mean, fair enough. Every you know. I think every show we did got notes, mostly from the, the drama teacher who was our sponsor. Yeah. yeah. Went, hey, fellas, how about less racial slurs this time? <laughs> less, less murder. Yeah. And less racial slurs. I don't, do we do racial slurs? You fought hard for one. Yep. Really? Yep. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. I wonder why. We'll do a deeper uh, dive of that when we're off mic. Okay. <laughs> I do remember, uh, I do remember fighting for the use of the word head, but not as a sexual reference, as a, as uh, a joke on the book, The Bastard, the next book was called The Shithead. Yeah. And the teacher would not go for that. I didn't want to say shithead. I just want to say it has the word head in it. And he did not like it. I think because he took it as a sexual reference. Oh. And I was like, mm, it's not what I was going for, but okay. No, I was going for a simple shithead. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? This is a dumb throwaway Teachers joke. Teachers just the... don't understand. Well, I mean, you know, if that's how he saw it, then he was probably right that it was, um, you know, if it could be mischaracterized that easily, then... Okay, you're probably right, but you know, when you're young, you're dumb. You want to fight for your right to make <laughs> dumb jokes. So, hmm. and then once again, later on, you have a podcast. Yeah, and just let them flow. Well, I let them flow, but I've really cut back on the racial slurs, mostly on the podcast, except for your favorite one, which is. <laughs> I don't have a favorite one, uh, Matt. I must. I, I'm sure I was wanted to use it ironically, not not as a real slur but yeah i understand in that. some way that it, i thought it would make the sketch better if it was once again i will itself. tell it to you off off okay. air okay because i'm just, just trying to guess just, my motives. there just isn't enough context in the world sure i'm just trying to guess my motives and i'm sure they were pure and yet wrong all right while you think about that yeah uh let me mention uh i'm if you're listening to this on saturday when this comes out or sunday uh, uh and you're in spain yeah i'm in spain sure so if you're in Madrid, there? Uh, if you're if, flight uh, 355. All right, that's good. I can now get a snack on the flight. That's good. Six. Um, but there's a Heroes Con that's going on there, okay. and uh, as you know, because you've called me a hero in this show, <laughs> yes, I, uh, I now get to go to that. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was responsible. But I'm going with my uh, I'm going with my wife. Pia. Oh, you're not taking me, the person who uh, called you a hero. No, no, you can't do that because that would oh. be a conflict of interest. Sure, that's understandable. Otherwise, you'd be setting me up. For yeah, that. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're I right. could call you something nice, mm-hmm. and maybe I will one day, and then you can go away. <laughs> <laughs> could that could work? Yeah, we'll, we'll see you're, how that. Flies. You're trying to find one way to get me to go away. Yeah. But if you're in uh, if you're in Madrid and yep. it's uh, the weekend that this drops, mm-hmm. uh, come say hi. And uh, I'll be the guy who is so jet lagged because I'm not sure. going to be taking Dave's advice of uh, of not sleeping at all on the first day. When it's I the get best there. way to tr- if you travel. It's the best way to avoid jet lag. Right, but Honestly. again, but if you and also if you want a day of pure pain, well, you you benefit from I don't it know. later. I'm a person who doesn't. I don't mind being like 
Like I've, I'll stay up all day if I if and yeah, I don't, but doesn't I fe- kill me. Here's the thing: being in another country mm-hmm. where you do not speak the language. Now, to be fair, a lot of people speak English in Spain. Sure, but to be in another country, yeah, I don't speak the language. Okay, I'm I'm prone to getting lost, okay. and now I'm going to have not had any sleep for like thirty five hours, thirty six hours. Of, part, of, part of the experience. I'm out. Is getting lost in Spain? Sure. Yeah. Lost in Spain. That's a popular TV show. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I haven't. What's it called? I just said that. Lost in Spain. I know, but what's it called? <laughs> it's a popular TV show. I know, but in Spanish, what's it called? Oh, uh, Desperecido en España. <laughs> Very good. It's on the Lisp net- Network. Yes. The Lisp Network. Well, like, you know, if you're going to go to Spain, you just have to speak in the Castilian accent. You do a little you know, bit. You gotta, don't know whether or not you're honor, pretentious honor or not. their king from long ago who had a Lisp. What a weird thing. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. It's like uh, it's like if, if they had a stammer, would you have to stammer everything? Like whatever speech impediment yeah. they, they had, you'd, sure. you'd have to do it? Everyone in England during... That's why they were so happy when the king finally made his speech. Were, we can stop stammering. Gosh. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, so so going there. Got an, an enormously long flight. Uh, Dave says I can't complain about it because I'm getting to go to Spain. He's probably right, but it's still, oh, man, that's a long flight. <laughs> How and, I, and I know how long uh, I know the movies that are playing in, uh, in in planes right now, and there's not enough good movies to watch mm, so for, right. for that long period of time. Oh. Now I am going to try and get some flights. Sometimes uh, you can see surprising sleep. ones. That's what I usually do. Mm, okay. I'll uh, watch a documentary or some such. Okay. I watched the the Mister Rogers one on my last big flight. Very good. Cried too much. Mm. Like uh, you're going to cry at that. There's sure. no way around Is that right? it. There are people out there that do not like Mister Rogers. Okay, who? People find him creepy. Do you? No, I like him a lot. I do too. He was a big part of my childhood. A big part. It's weird. I'm watching, uh, I watched the first episode of the Jim Carrey TV show, uh, oh, Kidding. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Michael Andre was the director mm-hmm. of the first episode. Sure. I don't know if he directs the other ones. Okay. Uh, and uh, watching it, and uh, I don't know why it's needed. It's it's fine. It's what it is. It's, uh, you know, I, I get it, but like, I don't see why it's needed. I don't see what it what it gets you. Maybe it goes somewhere that uh, is a thing, but I don't know. Is he? Uh, he's a children's TV entertainer. Yeah, like uh, I think Jeffrey Pickles or Jonathan Pickles or okay. something like that. But so he is unhappy in his role as a children's entertainer. No, he, no, he oh, loves his job. He loves his job. Yep. Well, what's wrong with it then? Uh, he's dealing with a uh, tragedy in his life, and you're not sure whether he's dealing with it in a way that's healthy. Oh, okay. Uh, and you get kind of get hints that he's like bottling up his anger too much. Mm. Uh, but it's just, yeah, um, it, it's it is how people deal with grief. So I get that there's that, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know if it's uh, hitting me hmm. uh, in the right spot at, at this point. Okay. Maybe I will try watching a couple more and see see where it goes. I like. I like uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, like it's their, a very, uh, very, very good movie. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. I don't know. What made that movie really good, I think, is the fact that we stumbled upon it without knowing what we were going to see. Did we see it together? No, but I'm just saying as as an audience. Oh, okay. It's a film that you watched, and you, unless you unless someone told you you should see it, I just happened to watch it. Like, just pick, got it at the video store. It's old enough that it, it, was, rent, it was a rental. All right. And, uh, yeah, it was just a movie where you were surprised by how good it was by people that, well, Jim, you know, Jim Carrey, you know. Yeah, the visual, the, the thing where that really took off for me was when he's getting bathed in the sink and when he's underneath the table as the kid. Mm. And you're really getting that perspective that you'd have when you were a little kid. But, mm. yeah, it was like, oh, this I haven't seen before. That's something new. This is, this is interesting and original. Yeah. 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 No, it's a very interesting film. And 
it's done it's done cleverly a lot of the effects are very simple yet very effective in the in the film like things like the bookstore disappearing and things like that which is just the camera moving back and turning lights off and things it is you know very simply done but very cleverly done they made they made good use of of film effect and stuff in that like on in camera effects i think which uh, not every movie does nowadays because and it's it, easy to not do it. Yeah, and it's nice seeing Jim Carrey uh, again doing things. Sure. Nice to see him. And, yes. Uh, it's nice been seeing him being interviewed on things and mm. seeing very Jim Carrey-like. And okay. It, yeah, it was. Uh, he's, yeah, I, I, I hope he's okay. He's the kind of guy that I'm I always root- say that about him. I I'm, say- ro- I'm rooting for yeah. him. I hope he's okay. Yes, whenever I see him, I always feel concerned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he's disappearing somehow. Yeah. 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 He, again, you don't want to feel like this is a judgment thing. But it feels like there's a need there for something, and I don't know what could, you know, meet that need. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's just an instinct thing where you're just like, oh, I hope, I hope things are all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yes, I can't. I know he had a very hard upbringing, in terms of how the family struggled and things like that. Yeah, you don't know how that will affect someone, you know. And then obviously the craziness of fame and and you know. I mean, you get into the business like to become famous, but I don't think anyone who becomes famous quite knows what they're getting. Well, I don't think people get into it to become famous. They want the things that fame brings with it. Well, yeah. And then fame fame shows up and fame brings its own friends along with it <laughs> yeah. that uh, you didn't invite to the party mm-hmm. and they won't leave, even when the <laughs> yeah. good parts of fame sometimes leave. Yeah. And the, the bad parts are still hanging around. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, I used to be on the Cosby show. Oh, people are making fun of me now for working at Trader Joe's. Hmm, that's no good. Why are those guys still hanging around and the money isn't? (laughs) (laughs) The judgment. Though that fella is uh, now getting uh, work, so it's all fine. Well, that's good. Attention can be good sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Even negative attention, unfortunately. I'll take it all. So what we're saying is, please leave us a bad review on uh, iTunes. iTunes. Yes, that's right. (laughs) Because even negative attention has some good, good effects, right? Right? I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's true. Actually, <laughs> I don't want negative attention. Well, I think the worst thing is just not feeling like you exist, not feeling like you matter, not feeling like you have an impact. Uh, I think you know most kids will uh, will try to make a negative impact over an over a non impact. You know, they want you want you want to have some sort of uh, acknowledgement. Mm. You know, I guess. Well, let's let's test it out. Say that racial slur and see uh, see what happens. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You know, it's your favorite one. I have no favorite racial slurs. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you like them all the same? I like them all the same. <laughs> I do. Every one of them's a hit. Every one. They're all good. They're all good. I feel like people put a lot of thought into them at one time, and I can I just I respect their work. You know, I'm a guy who respects other people's efforts. What? Don't judge me. Nope. Yeah, I wonder who's going to win the slanderies this this year. <laughs> it's actually we're recording this a little early on in the week. It's the Emmys tonight. Is it? Yes, I didn't even know that. And I will tell you a secret: the uh, the house that I am uh, renting. Okay. I'm not renting the basement. No. But I'll tell you something that's in the basement: an Emmy. Oh, nice. There's an Emmy in the basement. Sure. Because the person I'm renting from. Yeah. Stole an Emmy. Oh, he stole an Emmy. Stole an Emmy. Yeah. He he mugged Ted Danson. <laughs> Ted Danson. Yeah. He looks easy to take an Emmy from. I'm pretty sure Ted Danson won an Emmy. There's no way he didn't. Well, he's only yeah, he's been in like four, you know, respectable shows. <laughs> I don't, you know, I didn't really don't remember Becker no as like does. a great show, but it was on for like seven seasons. Of course, or it was. Did well. Sure. Cheers did well. Becker did well. Yep. That dying dying thingy. Oh, the good place. No, no, not that one. Well, there's a, dead people are in that. No, 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 the one uh, dying of boredom. 
that bored to death. Oh, to death wow. Jason Schwartzman oh, and Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Semi-deep cut. Yeah. That, that was a pretty popular show that was sure. on for yeah, three yeah, seasons yeah. or whatever. And then now he's on The Good Place. Like, he, you know, he seems to be able to attach himself to good projects. That, and uh, people seem to say he's a delight. Seems like a nice fellow, yeah. 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 He was, he was well, once we, a very handsome man. And now he is uh, a dapper fellow. He's still very handsome, yeah. Yeah. Just, now, here's my thing. Uh, so, uh, hey, Dave. Hey, got Ian. Ted Dance, and he wants to work with you. Yeah. Uh, could you write him a project? What do you what do you what do you get Ted Danson to do? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Because he's been he's been he's different in everything he does. Really, sure is. a Becker is a very different than a Sam Malone. The Sam and a Sam Malone is very, very different, different than the character in The Good Place. Very different from the character in Does he play Bored himself in Bored to Death? No, he's he's. I think he's like the publisher of the character. Very good. And he's addicted to drugs and he's always carrying Lovely. on. And yeah, he's like, like a totally Ted. different character again. All right, good. So what do you do with Ted Danson? <sighs> well, what I'd like to do with Ted Danson, hear me out. Okay, I got I got a plot. This is going to sound this is going to sound crazy. Okay. But I think he'd be great in a remake of, of BJ and the Bear. Playing what part? The Bear. <laughs> so BJ I, and the Danson. I think he has the range. That he could that he could do that. Yeah, yeah, and I said I think what you do with that is yeah. everyone refers to him like he's a chimp. Sure, but only BJ sees him as Ted Danson. Danson that's right. And then you realize through all of BJ and the Bear, <laughs> yeah, that was how BJ saw the bear was as Ted Danson. Yeah. with the white hair. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Sure, thanks. Okay. I don't know why I don't know why I'm not in the the TV industry. Like, is this is an idea, man? Here's my idea. Okay, so it's uh, so he's playing Ted Danson. Oh. Okay. Okay. Very but, meta. And here's what here's what's bothering him. Sure. He's reading in the paper because he still reads the paper because he's a gentleman. Yep. He's reading in oh, like you. page six. Yep. He's going like, oh, all these things that they're saying about me, all this fake news. Okay. Okay. And the show is called Fake News, so it's real topical. Oh, right? okay. It's okay. topical. It's got topical sure. subject. Fake news. You're like, oh, I want to see what this show's about. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, oh man, he says I got drunk here and I did this and the other. I cheated on my wife. Well, that doesn't sound like me. Yeah. And then one day he's going down the street. He looks in a window. Yeah. And he thinks it's a reflection. It's not. Oh. Ted Danson's in the in the in the in the, in the shop. Oh, there's a doppelganger. He goes in. Yeah. It's Ted Danson. Okay. And 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 he goes, what what the hell? And uh, then you try to find out what what the hell's going on. There's another Ted Danson. Hmm. And uh, and this Ted Danson yep. has all the memories of this Ted Danson, but just has made some worse choices than Ted Danson. <laughs> okay, but he believes he's Ted Danson. Yeah, yeah. And 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 Ted Danson is not sure when uh, the split happened where he became sure. two Ted Danson. Sure. But uh, that's that's where we're at. And I was like, well, who gets to be Ted Danson? So they're so so they're uh, they, they have start, to have a dance off. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Could, dance they, on, dance off. You get a little of that. You could call okay. it. You could call it that as well. Dance sure. on, dance on. Yeah. But so they decide to be roommates. Sure. And uh, but are constantly at odds with each other, seeing like which one of us is going to be the real Ted Danson. Okay, and you live in their our best Ted Danson life. Sure. So yeah, it's just trying to compete with yourself, which is so what they're I living think. together. Yeah. Another title, but for I it. think, but I think here's another title for it. Then okay, the even couple. Well, the even couple is very yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I would say uh, uh, also because they live in a house, Ted Bath and Beyond. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, and and so. Because Ted Danson has, re- like in real life, Ted sure. Danson has gotten as high as you're going to get in the TV world. Mm-hmm. You're going to get better than Cheers. So who's no. Ted Danson competing with? I'll tell you who. Himself. He's competing against himself. And that's right. what he's doing. Yeah. So maybe he's just hallucinating this. Sure. He could just be bananas. Yeah. And every so often someone will go, where's Mary Steenburgen? And he'll go, oh. uh, And he doesn't <laughs> remember. 
Oh, aren't they married? They are. Oh. So why isn't she living oh, with I him? I see. Okay. okay. What's the situation? And yeah. he never really justifies it. He's just well, she's like... she's in a different show. What's oh, what's what's that one? Oh, I know what it is. There's three of her, and it's called More the Merrier. <laughs> and so there's three <laughs> Mary Steve virgins. Okay. And yeah, they're yeah. in the building across the way. And occasionally, <laughs> the five of them yeah. go out on a date. Whoa, this show's And then it's nuts. weird, because like, yeah. are two of the Marys going to hook up with one of the oh. Teds, or is it going to be two and two? Yeah, yeah. Is one just going to stay home? Yeah. It's an uneven amount. Yeah, and gross. Why is that gross? Well, two of them hooking up with one Ted? How many Teds should she hook up with? One at a time, I would think. All right, like whatever. One Mary at a time. All right, that's fine. However you I, know, want. I know you said the more the merrier, and maybe I'm... Uh, maybe I'm misre- mis- misthinking this whole thing. I'm okay. sorry. How about I'm sorry this? I stepped on your. On you know your those idea. bananas and pajamas. You know what? I do know them personally. Okay. All right. So here's the thing. Yeah. So the bananas and pajamas yeah. have now grown up, mm-hmm. uh, and they're and they're polyamorous. So now they're polyamorous <laughs> in pajamas. Yeah, polyamorous bananas and pajamas. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Polyamorous bananas and pajamas. Sure. Okay, I have a different idea for you. And that's why, and because they're always in pajamas, yeah. they're always ready to fuck. <laughs> okay. I like this kid show. But the problem is sure. people come in to have sex. Yeah. And again, it's fine. And there's nothing wrong with being polyamorous. That's fantastic. Uh-huh. You know, if that's the way it is. Sure. But the problem is they always people always come in and they always end up like slipping on them uh-huh. and, and doing all this comedy stuff because they take off their skins yeah. to to make love and they leave the banana skins on the floor. Yeah. And then it's always like just people sliding huh. around and falling down. And uh, yeah, so you get the comedy there. Yeah. But then you also get the romance. Huh. And you also get the potassium. <laughs> Which is so important. It's good. Subs cramps. Yeah. yeah so no one's cramping in the yeah, middle yeah. of what they're doing, yeah. I, except afterwards when they fall and they slip. Mm-hmm. They fall like yeah, down they might the hurt stairs. Their leg or yeah. 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 For sure. Well, that's polyamorous. I always thought it had something to do with parrots. Like a real lover of parrots. Yeah. A real lover of parrots. Well, yeah. I'm repeating myself because that is <laughs> the joke. I don't want to beat a dead parrot with this uh, thing. So anyway, we're both in our early fifties. Yes, and uh, this is the kind of stuff we're doing now. That's what we think. This is what we think is funny. Yeah, people hey, will say to us all the time. I get this a lot. People say to me, "You think that's funny?" Because I just want to know what my opinion is of comedy. Right. You know, so I'll make a joke, and then they'll say, "You think that's funny?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, I do actually." Okay. When when Dirty Harry said to the guy, "Are you feeling lucky?" Well, are you punk? Yeah. Was the punk feeling lucky? And were there how many bullets? Like, did he get shot? No, I think he was laying. He was laying against a wall, with a gun pointed at his face. Okay, I don't think he was feeling lucky at all. Yeah, you don't. You don't know how many shots I just shot. Mm-hmm. So you got to ask yourself this question: Are yeah. you feeling lucky? Well, uh, feeling lucky day. Well, are you punk? So he didn't get shot. He was lucky that day and didn't get. Yeah, shot? Yeah, he doesn't get shot. Oh, good for him. Mm-hmm. He made the right choice in that instance. Not getting shot is always the right choice. What if the other guy was also named Harry? But like yeah. this is Dirty Harry, and okay. then that's Lucky Harry. Okay. And then those guys, uh-huh. you think they're enemies at the beginning. Sure. But they have to team up. Yeah. And so... With their hippie friend, Harry. Who is... Harry Harry. Yeah, I can't endorse this show. <laughs> I haven't left on the plane, and I'm already jet-lagged. How is that possible? It is almost like we just recorded a whole uh, episode of uh, Full Marks. Yeah. Before that's, we did that's this. always our excuse. Yeah. It's a very terrible excuse, actually. And then I went to we went to White Spot and we I did? ordered a big glass of warm cream <laughs> and I just drank it. <laughs> you drank it just all just to get nice and low key. One, one. Wow, that's a joke you used in Simpsons. Yeah, but I wrote it like about uh, a year and a half ago, so I think it's fair that <laughs> okay, I use it now. Fair game. To be fair, you're reading it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in uh, Felonious Funnies. Yeah. A new. Uh, it was good. It was a good story. Book. Thank you very much. Really enjoyed it. And I passed it on to a, to a child. <laughs> okay. 
Good. So that's what you do with comics. I, I, I try to. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we're getting rid of a lot of comics at our place for the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to be uh, tapping a friend of ours that uh, brings comics into the school system, and we're going to cool. give them so many comics. Cool. Yeah, you're huh. welcome to have some of you. Furtively into the school system? Sure, I don't know words. <laughs> okay. You know me. I went to the same high school as you. What yeah. do you think? I'm smart head? <laughs> you know I'm not. <laughs> yes. You, you get you get where I'm coming from. I do. Oh, you just reminded me that my uh, high school reunion is coming up next year. Oh, what year? What uh, what what anniversary is this then for for that? It will be our thirtieth. Nope, thirty fifth. Thirty fifth. I think so. Wow, because it was eighty four. That sounds about right. Yeah. So fourteen plus five is nineteen. So yeah, thirty. And you're going to go to five years. Thirty five years. Oh yeah, I enjoy going. I enjoy going because uh, you like the hits of the eighties playing. <sighs> you know, I'm not a big fan of the eighties music. To be honest with you, it's more that I knockwood. Remarkably well preserved and of interest to the ladies. You want to get those compliments? Yeah, it's good. Do you think you're going to be doing it shirtless? No, no, that would that'd give away the not game. Like, not like that would give time. away the game. Okay. No, no, I, you got to keep yourself covered in order to be, to maintain. But just it. finding random reasons to do push ups. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, you dropped something. Let me pick it up with my sticky nose. Yeah. Do you think you're going to be doing that hamster sketch there? <laughs> yes. We'll be reviving it. No, I don't think they saw it. So it'll be it'll be brand new to them. Perfect audience. Okay. Ladies in their late 50s and some gentlemen. There will be members. Way more ladies go to uh go to the uh Yeah, I don't go to reunions them. than And I'm not guys. I'm not a lady, but I don't go to them. Guys do not enjoy them the same way that the ladies do. Mhm. And also, ladies uh keep it together longer than men. They also seem to, and this is broad stereotyping. I'm mm-hmm. sorry for saying the word sure. broad. Uh, they they group together and mm-hmm. have friendships that uh, seem to uh, click back again when they're mm-hmm. all together, and they all like get at a table and then, like, and yeah, then like sure. you'll see Facebook the next day. It'll be tons of photos of them all yeah, together, yeah, you're tons right. of them. You're right. And then the random husband will just be like there, looking <laughs> stunned and bald. Stunned. I don't even know where they bother going. The husbands? Any spouse. You know why? Any spouse. Because uh, we're going. That's that's why well, they the, go. The spouses need to go. If you're just going out to your reunion, why drag your your better half along with you? Because oh, because otherwise, uh, otherwise, you know, they might get into shenanigans. Well, sh- shenanigans could be a problem, I suppose. Cow, <laughs> At this point, at this point, that seems unlikely. Oh yeah, cow. Getting the old memories, the old oats. Yeah, digging up the old oats. Sure, resowing them. Yeah, yep. I don't know. That that could be a thing. It's just it's just fun to see people that you that you knew, and do you, and you just catch up. Yeah, like it feels almost like I know you can do it on Facebook, but yeah. not not the same as you can face to face, where there's a bunch of you talking and cracking wise and 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 remembering and making jokes and yeah. Kids I'm not. I don't feel like I'm sure how to do it. Mm. I'm not sure how to reunion. I am more garrulous than you are. Right. So you would. Okay. So we're at a high school reunion. Yep. All right. So let's let's just recreate it. Sure. And uh, I'm I'm there, and I'm getting some uh, punch, and I'm like making sure it's not spiked. Like, <laughs> Look over the goldfish. Oh, <laughs> Carol. She puts the goldfish. It's funny. <laughs> like. Hey, uh, Doug Dedrick. Doug. I would have a name tag on, so it makes it easier, but okay. Hey, hey, Davos. <laughs> Had some learning. Uh, Old Davos. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how, 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 how's it going? Good, good. How you doing? Good. You come from out of town? Nope. I live here in uh, Vancouver still. 
live in Aldergrove with my wife and kids. Oh, you got you got kids now. Got two girls, yep. Oh man, that's something. Girls, that is uh, one of the ways to go. <laughs> so, how long you been uh, married? Uh, almost. You still with Rachel? Don't Rachel, know. love of your life, don't said he was. She was know. the love of your life. Never went out with her, Rachel, ne- but okay. No, I'm not going to say the name of the people you really went out with. That'd be weird <laughs> in this bit. <laughs> so let's just say, nope, I'm saying not Rachel. with uh, no, not with Rachel. Really? No. We all we're all rooting for you guys. That well, was uh, we we're really hoping wrong that you guys. Team. Oh, okay, that's Sorry fine. To tell you that. Well, no, met uh, met my wife in college, and uh, oh, what college did you go to? Quantlin. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. No, it was a good school. Oh, was it good? Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. What you study? Uh, well, I took the university transfer pro- courses there, so I went hey, to Phil. UBC. Yeah. Oh, I'm hey. talking to Davos. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just had to say hi to Phil. Mm, sure. Sure. He's uh he's uh not well. Oh, really? What's wrong yeah. with him? I fell in the well. Oh, well. It's a mistake. Yeah, but he's not in a well now. Uh-huh. So I'm just, he likes to. He's not play. well. Yeah, he's not in a well. He's not in a well anymore. That's what I said. I said yeah, yeah. he's not in a well. No, a lot I... of people know him as the well boy. <laughs> okay. Because like as soon as he graduated, sure. he fell down that well yeah, and they yeah. couldn't get him out for I years. See. But he's out now, so he's unwell. That's right. Okay. I get you. I'm glad I you're unwell, Phil. I misunderstood what you meant. Okay. Yeah, you stay. He li- he doesn't like tight spaces. Okay. He doesn't like to be around no, no. things too tight. Sure, sure. I understand. And listen, whatever you do, don't like throw a penny at him and make a wish. Okay. Because he hates that. <laughs> I can imagine. Even yeah, if it's, it's for him to get out of the yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. All right, so you, uh, so you say you... Uh, you should stay away from those drunk people over there. They're all tight. So what wife is this of yours? Like, uh, how, how many wives have you had? Just one. Why? You okay? <laughs> No one's going to ask that question. All right. <laughs> Don't you have trouble in, po- in social situations? What a question to ask them. Oh, sorry. All right. I've been divorced like six times. <laughs> oh, I've, got, yeah, I've got six ex-wives yeah. that I know of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You must have made a lot of money then if you have uh, six ex-wives money to throw around. Well, that's the thing. I uh, I only date uh, rich, rich women. Oh, okay. I go for like a, mm-hmm. I, I lo- I lo- I go for like a Margaret uh, uh, Dumont type. Right. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Not too sure. I know you're talking about it. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you like the Marx Brothers? Not really. Thank God. <laughs> I was listening to this podcast once, and I think it's still yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah. Same show. What's that? Same episode. Yeah. It's like I think it's called a a podcast, podcast, yeah. something. Sure. Anyway, it's like radio, uh-huh. but it's on the internet. Weird. For people who can't get on the radio, <laughs> and who the fuck can't get on the radio? It's a good question. Have you seen the people on the radio? I haven't. Like seen Like you them. can't it's make a, it on the radio. It's the radio. I I'm going to go on the internet. Okay. Okay. It's just so sad. Uh-huh. So anyway, <laughs> so how many boys you got? No boys. Oh, two, I'm so two, sorry. Two girls. Oh, okay. No, they're great. No, it's okay. And listen, it's not your fault. That's that's a that's a woman's body I know, issue. I know what you're thinking. They make the they make the girl stuff. They got the. <laughs> it's not if you can't make a boy. Uh-huh. It's not your fault. Don't feel ashamed. Sure. You're not less of a man. No, I am. Oh, you're less of a man. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. How's Lester Mann doing as well? <laughs> it's great. Okay. Yeah. I thought I heard he fell in the well after uh, Phil. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he ran a big band for Lester Mann's big band. Yeah. Ironically, yeah. Phil really filled the well. He did. <laughs> that was the hard part of getting him out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I used to go around. And I would throw a penny on him. And I was a. I was what you call a well wisher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can call it that. That is, uh, I, but that was the thing that I missed most about the school was like I, I didn't really go to the the arts and crafts like the crafts part. But I like remember that was everyone it. had to make those wells at the end of the year, like make <laughs> your own well, dig right? your own well, make your own well. Uh-huh, and so that. many kids fell in them. Yeah, and it's a tragedy. It it is, and the tragedy yeah. is we didn't learn from it. No, and now we got like infinite uh, wells like yeah, around, sure. and it's just like it's a it's a whole issue. It is a whole issue. Yeah, you're right. 
So anyway, so I how can, many? You know, uh, what, you know what they we used to say when you was, was I can dig what you're talking about. Yeah, that was funny before the Phil common. fell in, and then it just wasn't funny to. <laughs> you're right. It was tragedy. funny at the time, but you're, you're right. Looking back, looking at it now, I shouldn't. Have said looking that. back, looking back, yeah. You know, that's what they say. They say mm. hindsight. Yeah, yeah. It's, so anyway, um, it's uh, so when did you get out of rehab? When did I get out of rehab? I have not been in rehab. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Don't worry. So you're still on the sauce? Still on the sauce. Yeah. 355 sauce. Love it. Excellent. Let me just write that down. This is all paying for paying for my tuxedo I rented for this. Good. I thought it was like grad and we yeah, had to like wear tuxedos. It seems like you're overdressed. I anyway, feel like my whole goal. I no. just wear a shirt that shows off the, my arm muscles. Oh, I thought you were wearing a shirt that had a tuxedo on it. Uh, no, no, no. It's right. uh, yeah. Do you think this piano key tie is too much? You know what? <laughs> Let's celebrate. You can, you can, you can splurge you today. You go a little of that. Yeah, All sure. Right. Well, yeah. I'm going to tell you a secret. I'm going to uh-huh. something I'm going to try and do, and I, I, I want to do this at grad night. Yeah, never chance, but I promised myself I was going to come to my uh, 35th reunion. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lose my virginity tonight. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Good for you. So you wanna? No. What? Hmm? Do what? 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 I don't. What? Um, I'm gonna get some punch. Do you want anything to drink? Is that double entendre? Huh? What? Can't. Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> Me too. Anyway, you were yes. my favorite student. <laughs> <laughs> and scene. scene. There yes. we go. We yes, all had so. a good time. We did. <laughs> we did. One of us did. The other one. The other one was there. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that's pretty much summed it up exactly what it is like uh, with the one or two people you talk to. There are there are there are always people who come who aren't ready to socialize yet. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they're just not certain how you do it. Well, there's a lot of issues that always come from high school, and like if you feel like you're gonna settle, it's like it's like a holiday dinner. If mm-hmm. you feel like you're gonna settle all the family issues, yeah, at Thanksgiving or Christmas, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to, and you're we're all gonna to. have a rough time. To be honest with you, I think if you like what, what I've seen being going to grads now is that like all that any kind of stuff from that time period is gone now. Like, mm-hmm. like, like no one's gonna walk over to me and like and comment on something about my past self that should be embarrassing or whatever. Like, you don't feel like that element's part of the, right. you know? I don't I don't know what they would comment. I guess acne or whatever. Yeah, that would be a weird thing to bring up. It would be. But, I mean, that. But it's the same for anything yeah. from that time We've period. talked about this on a previous episode where, like, uh, again, like someone mentioning, you know, something embarrassing that happened to me in junior high yeah. to someone yeah. randomly yes. recently. And I've had a couple of situations sure. like that with other people and mm-hmm. other things where it's just yeah. like, Hey, this is a thing that happened in high school, and I think I'm going to bring it up to strangers mm. or to someone else. Yeah. And I, there are some, I think there are some people that are locked into the past, and they just yeah. need to like. Okay, I'll tell you something. Like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a con, uh, a, a comic convention in a month. Okay. And I swear, I'm going to get at least three people yeah. that will come up to me sure. and will bring up something semi-embarrassing from high school. Okay. That will be so important to them mm. uh, that they'll have to talk to me about it, like in public there. Like, sure. and we'll bring it up, and probably they brought it up before. Yeah. Yeah, and that's gonna. This guy used to be ba da ba ba da ba ba da ba, and I don't know if it's whether or not because I'm behind a table and they want to take me down a notch. Yeah, they think it's just a funny bonding thing. They think it's a fun thing to say in front of their kid. Okay. Uh, but by gosh, it's gonna get brought up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, be- that's sad. But I've never experienced that at at uh, like a, gr- a reunion. Mm-hmm. It's just a different vibe. Though. But do like, you have it's like, like, like do you have strong embarrassing 
memories from high school that could get brought up besides i know you got like acne but like a lot of people had acne but like a strong like oh boy i don't want to i don't want anyone to bring that up that embarrassing thing up mm, i mean there's embarrassing things but nothing that i'm would nothing that right now like you at, at night you like open your eyes and go oh ugh. yeah no those things didn't happen at high school yeah. mostly because i wasn't super you know part of high school and it you know i was there but i wasn't like noticeable or yeah that's how i felt anyway most of my were junior high and i didn't care enough in high school for 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 that to to Mm. to come back yeah yeah. it's weird it's like i was friends with like about six people very intensely and 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 those people one of them i do a podcast with and uh, the (laughs) other five i can get in touch with if i need to yeah and so it just feels weird to go uh yeah and and see a lot of people again and then my other problem is i know there's name tags i swear i know there's name tags yeah but i will go like i will see the name i'll see the face i will look back it's tough to look at someone's chest and go like "Mm, context yeah and try to figure out and and we could have been really quite close back then but I just I just don't super remember mm. these things. That's why I feel bad about that. For our name tags, we had our grad pictures on them. Yeah, no, even that. Mm. It's still like Doesn't help you. I know did okay, what did we do? Yeah. We went to Calgary once and did, what happened? Did we mm. go streaking? What happened? What happened? I can't remember it all cuz it's so long ago. But it's a treasured memory for them, and it's uh, and I've and I've forgotten. I feel a little guilty sometimes about that. Yeah, there's a lot I forgot too. There's a lady that I often see at the reunion, and uh, she remembers me very well, and I do not remember her at all. And I'm sorry because uh, she's really good looking, so I don't know why I don't remember her. But she, she's a very close talker as well. Like she talks to you with her face about mm. an inch from yours. It's really weird. And without you don't say her name here, obviously. Yeah. But do you know her name? Uh, off the top of my head. Oh yeah, but without don't say it now. Obviously, no, no, no. Okay, yeah, I do know her name. You do know her name. Mm-hmm. So can you go on, say, a Facebook and do what you do, which is try to get context clues from that as to uh, who she was? Oh your... no, no, I know, like I know who she is now, but I don't remember her in school. Understood. Like I, and I know what she looks like. I, I've seen her grad picture and stuff like that. Yeah. But in no way do I remember her. And she talks about us being in class together. Yeah. And how much she enjoyed me, me being in class and talking and stuff like that. And I'm like, hmm, don't. I have one memory that's Don't like uh, of, of being at a party, and there was there was a there was a girl there who uh, was hitting on me hard, like hard. Okay. And uh, it was a weird it was a weird night, and nothing nothing happened because yeah. I didn't know how anything how worked to do that and, stuff, yeah, and any sure. of that. But it was like best to re- avoid really yeah. hardcore, mm-hmm. um, to the, to the point where it was like awkward later to to talk about anything else because it was such a hard proposition. In a proposition that was proposition, yeah. Uh, in, in in many ways, in, in many ways. Uh, but because time has passed, she could be one. And this is where I feel bad. She could be one of four women now that I am Facebook friends with, and I could not tell you which one of those four it was. It all <laughs> blended into this thing. So whenever okay. they contact me about something school related or liking a post of mine or comment a thing, I'm just like, I I just have to keep it so short because huh. i don't know what the context of but the, it's just weird huh. and it would be weird at a at a at a reunion yeah to uh to, to go like i'm not sure what our history is <laughs> i don't know maybe uh, it's best i just blank it out and sure. just treat everyone the same i don't know it's embarrassing i guess i don't to me yeah yeah i don't know you're probably making too much of it probably am 
It's the nature of us neurotic types. I would think I would think that I'm making too much of things, but then every so often, uh, then someone will say something that will they go like, "Oh, that was never forgotten," and that was a huge thing. <laughs> and, then, and then it reignites the flames of uh, of that. Huh. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I have things that I did that I'll think about less than I used to. It used to be things that I would think about and just blush at. Yeah, things that I did, and not like they were stupid and stuff they were yeah. like terrible i didn't murder someone accidentally uh purposefully that i know of. purposefully but yeah, not okay. accidentally yeah. but um just terrible you know like this oafish things that i oh, did yeah, yeah. i've got something i things. said once that i can't even contextual like i'm trying to throw all the context onto it and just go oh well that was terrible yeah what i said it was yeah. it was something that was verbally said yeah, yeah. and wasn't actually said to the person it was said to two people i knew yeah and they looked at me with horror as to what i said <laughs> and it was just a joke yeah but it was the worst thing mm. and i still have chills about it <laughs> and i can't contextually yeah. put myself back into that position and go like how did those words come out of my mouth uh. how did i say that <laughs> Mm. What happened that lined up that I, that, that's just, I can tell probably my friends to this day will go like, yeah, I said that that one time. That was a thing. Yeah. And it was just words, but it was terrible words. Yeah. And I you just, and I still get a chill over that. They most likely have forgotten about it entirely. You know what? No. I'm sure. I'm, uh, we'll see. Oh. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh, at some point I just, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to forgive myself for all this stuff. Yeah, no, that's fine. I just, I've had I, to get on with it, but yeah. it's like, I just remember this one thing. I forgive. Like, oh, I forgive myself. Oh, boy. I did something dumb. It's embarrassing. It was, you know, a lot of it was just immaturity. Yeah. More than anything. Like, it wasn't just, it wasn't maliciousness. It was just, I, you know, you just don't know how to be social, be a human being. Well, it's it. weird now that I have a nephew who is 16. And when I and I go like, oh, this was a year's difference than most of the memories that I'm having of high school or okay. two years. Yeah. And I look at him and just go like, oh, well, in, and, and bless him, and he's great. But like, his brain's not right yet. Like, he's a he's a person. No. He's functioning. Yeah. He's doing yeah. things. But mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but he's not an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, if he, you know, and again, you got to take some responsibility for what you do, of course, and you have to, and whatever. But I'm just like, oh, I was this. Oh, I was this. Yeah. I'm remembering it from a sure. very different perspective. But I was yeah. this kind of big bag of goofballs. You know, this is, you're still, you're full it's, of. Yeah, uh, you're a teenage boy. Uh, your, your brain's a mess. You're growing weird. Yeah. Everything's screwy. You don't know how to be an adult. Yeah. Cert- in certain ways, you have to be an adult. Uh, so much stress, all this stuff. Yeah, you got to give yourself a little bit of forgiveness. I remember our cousins coming up <clears throat> from uh, Seattle. Uh, they stayed with us for three days. These three girls and, uh, did I say three days? Two days. And, uh, I didn't talk to them once the whole time they were there. And not maliciously. I wasn't ignore I wasn't snubbing them. I wasn't mad at them or anything. Yeah. I just didn't know how to approach them, start a conversation or anything. So I would just like see them in the hallway and I'd just be kind of like, hmm, just go down to my room. And at some point, at the time, I was obsessed with Highway to Hell, the ACDC song. Sure. So I'd just be sitting in my room with my dumb little tape recorder listening to that song over and over again while I was drawing. And that's all I did the whole time they were there. Yeah. It's very odd. And I'm embarrassed by it. But... You know, I for, I've forgiven myself. I think I think there's being, worse things that I did. I no, just no. want to bring them up. I think being a teenager is so weird, and so weird. There's no prep for that. You were <laughs> a kid before this. Yeah. You've got no. You've got no training. Excuse me. For being a teenager and yeah. all this kind of stuff. So yeah, I I mean I look at the repetitive stuff that I did as well, and the little comfort bubbles that I would like make for myself. And yeah, of course you would. 
Because it's madness. <laughs> Imagine if you had to go through a thing now as an adult. Now, I, I know some people go through sad things like dementia and what have you, and there's that. But that's a very different situation. But imagine if everything just like upped and your body just radically changed like within about three years and you grew in a way that just like you didn't expect yeah. and your voice changed and all your and it's embarrassing and all your and, and it's embarrassing and your yeah. skin just went to shit and then <laughs> and, and then your and, I'll see. and then you know you had urges for things that you've never had urges before yeah. and and oh my god you couldn't handle it as a goddamn adult no it's very you know? difficult. Yeah, you're right. Because right, to be well, fair, people do go through menopause, and there is a, a little bit of that, and mm-hmm. a little bit of that. And your body does change, and now that I'm thinking about it, that is what happens. So, but still, you're not prepared. No, it's not, pre- not prepared for that either. No, that's also hard for for women to go through. Mm-hmm. Men, it's easier for us. We just buy a convertible and a and a blonde. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's cl- and then we give the blonde the convertible and watch watch them drive off. <laughs> and just go. I don't know how this was supposed to help. <laughs> And now I've got no money. I'm dumb. <laughs> yep. I didn't I didn't learn the first time. I didn't learn the first time. Darn it all. It's pretty good for convertible sellers though, I suppose. It really works out for them. Yeah, that's for sure. Now, David, yeah. uh, um we're at about the one hour mark and are we tra- really? traditionally uh come the show you say, Are we really? So uh <laughs> what we've been doing lately is yeah. uh we've been uh turning the show over to our uh listeners and oh. saying, Listeners Let them run the show. Why not be talkers, listeners? Oh yeah. Let's flip it. Let's flip it all. Oh, wow. Why don't we listen? Sure. And uh, and you've been sending us uh, movies that you like, your top ten movies, or just ten movies that you like. Yeah. You don't great. have to be top ten, no judgment. Yeah. yeah. And we've been talking about, and it's been quite a good deal of fun. Uh, last last week, uh, uh, Lisa, who I believe you know and have referred to many times, <laughs> I am I'm, I know her biblically. Right. She sent us her uh, ninety seven uh, top ten movies. <laughs> ninety seven theses. Yeah, uh, that's right. But a Fletch ain't one. <laughs> really, Fletch wasn't on the list at all. It wasn't listed at all. Uh, yeah. Or Fletch lives. She has. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Bad. Those are the two Fletch movies that I can think of. They're not bad. They're all right. Yeah. Uh, but what are we doing this week? It's a very good question. Actually, before we go into the movie list itself, oh please, you've got and, other and to just, talk about just just to keep uh, the listeners off tender hooks. Sure, <laughs> we are going to uh, be looking at Mary Hook's list. Mary, send in her list. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. How's it going? And um, but before we get into that, I just want to talk. Last week we were talking about the movie Gallipoli. Oh yes, yes, yes. We did have a response, and to we that. had a response from Chris, and I just wanted to thank him for responding because I. Had, postulated during the the show or and then asked the question which was because canada for canada world war one was such a nation building moment for us yeah it's where we kind of stepped Vimy Ridge. stepped out of the shadow yes. of, of great britain and became a nation of our own yes and yes Vimy Ridge is a big part of it and and so i asked was world war one did it have a similar effect for australia did it was it a nation building moment was gallipoli like that sort of you know thing that kind of binds a nation together and, mm. and and he wrote to say yes it was a very important world war one was very important in terms of for australia and new zealand in terms of nation building because it was <clears throat> excuse me it was the first time in a war where canadians were asked to fight on behalf of a, a nation that they weren't we weren't great britain we were part of great britain but we weren't great britain that's right we were asked to fight on behalf of great britain but we were also kind of abused by Great Britain. And I would say the same for Australia, that we weren't regarded as equals to them. And we were treated as cannon fodder. 
I mean, almost all the soldiers in World War One were used as cannon fodder, yeah. but you know the the Brits were you know they didn't think twice about throwing other uh, nations, other Commonwealth nations, into the thick of it. You know, whether it's Gallipoli or the Somme or even World War Two, Dieppe, things like that, where we're just thrown into the situation that no one knows what the heck's going to go on and fine, just throw the Canadians in or throw the Australians into this. You know, oh, this beach is super defended. They know we're coming. Let's just attack it anyway. We need to right. get this. This is the objective. Uh, now, I don't know if Australia had, like I was talking last time, had an Arthur Curry, like Canada had, someone who, you know, was enough of, uh, as arrogant enough to stand up to the British uh, military and to take command of the, take some command away from them and have some control over what, how the Canadians, where they fought and how they fought. Right. You know, and I don't, so I don't know the entire history of, of Australia, but I think it's interesting that that war, you know, served as a way t- to separate us, you know, to cut that link, cut our, as a support system, you know, from Great Britain. And it kind of ended that sense of subservience to them. And we became an independent n- nation that had its own identity and its own, in its own uh, future, you know. Right. So anyway, thanks, Chris. Thank you for writing. Oh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, we may ask questions based on uh, Mary's uh, Mary's list. Now. Yeah. All right. So, so let me now f- these aren't oh. necessarily uh, top to bottom, side to side. We don't know. Maybe uh, they we could just be nothing. randomly ten movies. So, but we appreciate you writing in with them, and we're gonna have a little uh, chin wag about each of them. We are, and we're gonna start at number ten. Right. And we're gonna go to number one. All right. So what is number ten, David? Number ten is. Uh, oh, interesting. What's that? Pinocchio in Outer Space. It's a strange choice. No, I'm just joking. It's a... Uh... Oh, you liar. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. In space, no one can hear you lie. <laughs> Number 10 is uh, Ex Machina. Ex Machina. There yeah, you go. Came out to uh, the Alex Garland film. Right. I do like him as a writer. I really liked Dread. He wrote the screenplay for that Boy, film. it seems like they always keep talking about that's going to come out as a TV series, eh? Mm. Oh, boy. It seems like everyone wants to do it. Just do it. Just <laughs> do it. make that series. Eh. Make it. I mean, I don't know. Just do it. I feel like you can't you can't beat that movie. But anyway, Ex Machina is a very interesting film. Gee, do I think it's worthy of a top ten though? Well, yes, because uh, I know that Mary no Mary does, but I'm just thinking right. of my own for my own self. Oh, okay. I mean, I did find it a compelling movie. I find I think well made. It's a very well made film. Well it's, shot. Mm-hmm. Well acted. Yeah, I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No. I thought it was a big bummer at the end. I was like, eh, I don't care for this. <laughs> but that was me. Um, That's just me being like, I don't like my sci-fi all bummerish. Mm, mm. But you don't like it British is what you mean. Yeah, I just feel it's... Uh, and again, I know this was very well done. And, and everyone I, I saw it with loved it. Okay. And people I know saw it loved it. Yeah. I'm the only sour ball in the group. Okay. And I think okay. it's because I feel if you're doing sci-fi and you're going to have a bummer ending, it's just too easy to me okay you know yeah it's just like and then it all didn't work out <laughs> and it's like it's dramatic and now yeah and they, yeah but yeah. uh but everyone i know loved it hmm. including uh mary including mary yeah. uh yeah i thought it was i mean i i liked it more than you then because i did i did enjoy the movie mm-hmm. uh it stars probably today's most uh seen actor uh domino gleason who's in every movie you see right you don't even realize that he's in it yeah even though he's a redhead, there. and you think like that yeah. would stand I'll out. Yeah, I'll know him right. I'll know him right away. Oh no! Yeah. And someone says, "Oh yeah, it's got Donald Gleeson," and you're like, "Does?" Yeah, he's yeah, pe- he's uh, the 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 uh, Sith pal, uh, Darth's mm-hmm. uh, buddy. Yes, he is. Uh, I was going to say Knuckles, but that's not right. Yeah, that was his uh, Knuckles in Star Wars. Com- Commander Knuckles. Commander Knuckles. 
and uh, and it was Darth Sonic, Darth and they uh, they fought uh, against the evil Eggman. Oh, I don't get any of those references, but that's that's all right. That's right. Is that a Beatles reference? Nope. Okay. In the game Sonic the Hedgehog, yes, uh, it's Doctor Robotnik is the villain, mm-hmm. who is also known as Eggman. Okay. Uh, X Machina, I think, feels. What I enjoy about it, though, is that it's asking a question I think is very important nowadays, which is the idea of AI, the idea of artificial intelligence. And is it a real person? Is that is that humanity? Um, or is a program being not humanity? It depends how you view our natures. You know, if you believe in free will, then it's hard to see an android as a human because mm-hmm. they are programmed to respond but if you do, if you don't, if you believe in determination, if you believe that we're determined in the way we are, that evolution programs us, then you can see, you could, it's possible that you could see androids as as humans. Right. Uh, it depends on your idea, and it's then if you're religious and you I, embrace the idea of a soul, that's impossible for a robot to have that spark of life, this idea of a soul in them. Uh, and if you create a, a, a person and then abuse them, are you less of a creep? Seems and then like, you abuse them? Are you are you less of a creep than if someone who would abuse someone who is a real person? No, it seems I think, like, it I seems think it's, like that person is a creep. I guess you're right. You know, have you ever watched it when they're when they're testing robots, ro- robotics? And there's a I was watching them. They were testing robots to see how the, their balance. They're testing yeah. their balance, and guys were like hitting them with sticks, yeah. or pushing them over, over and over again. And you feel you do feel empathy for them, but the thing is, is that that makes you human. Because a robot doesn't feel any empathy for you or for itself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So we're showing our humanity in that moment as human beings that are separate from from AI or separate from an android, in the sense that we we're, we're empathetic to that suffering of that. Everyone, take a drink. Here it comes. Gonna zip by. Oh, fire engine. And we're empathetic. Hope everything's okay. We're empathetic to whoever's we're empathetic to whoever's place is on fire, or if there's a car accident, hope everyone's okay. Where I think where I think you're going to end up, though, it's like you're going to have advances in science that are going to bring in advances in in philosophy, because you're going to have to determine what say to, what is empathy and sure. what uh, what is free will and what is yeah. You know, do you just feel the empathy because you're programmed to? Mm-hmm. Is that just what what you got going on? Well, that's something we talked about last week in a way is with uh, Lisa's choice of Bambi is one of the films, and I was saying that's a movie that was a real culture change for us because it changed how we view animals. Mm-hmm. You know, before that time, if you'd said to someone, someone said to you, I'm a hunter, you wouldn't have gone, you killed Bambi's mother. Like we wouldn't, we didn't connect the death of animals that way with we, their livestock that you yeah. consumed. And now, you know, through films like Bambi most significantly, cause that was kind of the, the watershed moment. Uh, instead of the watership down moment, it had, you know, it, Change, it kind of is a paradigm shift in the way that people, a large part of society, not all society, because we still, but that's why we now have this yeah. kind of s- split between people who would gladly hunt and people who would find it repugnant and not just aren't interested in doing, but find it morally evil to hunt, right. you know, because we view animals differently than people did in the past. Yeah, though, if you have an anthropomorphic view of a- animals, that's also not the greatest thing in the world, too. Like, I know that it's uh, it's good to have the empathy. Yeah. But if you're thinking that uh, the deer and the rabbit are having a conversation playing on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's not what they're doing either. And <laughs> yeah. so that you're projecting yourself onto sure. the animals is also that's a right. very condescending thing that's sure. not great for sure. animals. Cause, exactly. No, they, they don't care about that. Yeah. But it, but it has resulted in people like the philosopher Peter Peter Singer, for instance, who uh, I don't want to par- simplify what he says because it's, it's very complicated. But 
you know, if you asked him if there was a fire and there was a puppy or a seven-year-old woman, which would you save? He would save the puppy because the puppy has more life in it than the woman does. Her mm. life is over. The puppy has more capacity for living than the woman does. So that's, for him, that makes sense. Okay. Because In would, that specific example, I would disagree, but okay. Yeah. But, you know, like that's yeah. just where, where he falls I in understand. the sort of, yeah. And I'm just saying that's an example of part of that paradigm I, I hear shift. What, that, I hear what you're I'm just going like a 70-year-old woman and a puppy both have probably a life expectancy of about 15 years. <laughs> so, uh... Okay. A nine-year-old woman. How's that? <gasps> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Poor old woman. Okay, wait. Quit burning old nine, women. <laughs> nine-year-old woman and uh, one of those uh, guinea pigs yeah. that might just be a balloon with human hair. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Burn it. Very good. Okay. Save the children here in the audience. Very good. So, Mommy. don't you remember nine. that? The little child's voice that came out of the audience just went, Mommy, after we hit it, and all the blood went everywhere. You know what? That child yeah. is now in their 40s. Yes. They've gotten over it. I, or have they? That's the question. They don't go to, they don't go to their high school L- reunion listen, either. Listen, if, they if have you, a lot of problems with bed. I don't think those guys that were climbing the grease pole ever got over it either. Those guys are in like their <laughs> 60s now. They're still climbing the grease pole. If you know what I mean. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Donnie Darko. Yeah. Oh, boy. Did you... Uh, just a tangent. Did you ever see the sequel? Uh, Donnie Lido? <laughs> Lonnie Lido would be the way to go. <laughs> Shoot. Fix it in editing. <laughs> no, there's a sequel. Yeah. Where uh, it's like, I think it's the sister, and uh, she starts seeing stuff, and things have to be corrected. Okay. It's not eh. great. No. It's not great. Uh, but Donnie Darko itself... Yeah, uh, boy, you'll get that song, uh, that uh, Cohen song in your uh, that everybody knows. Was it everybody knows? No, what is it? What, no, uh, it was a strange, it was a strange world. That's uh, yeah, sorry, Mad World. Mad world. Yeah. You'll get that Mad World song in your head for a million years afterwards. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought that was uh, quite good. It went interesting uh, places. Good uh, 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 Swayze in it. Um, Drew Barrymore is in it. I'll take your Jay word Gyllenhaal. for it. Yeah, there you go. It's uh yeah it's uh it's uh, it's a uh, it's a good one. Jake Gyllenhaal's sister's in it. Uh, Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, she's great. Uh, is yeah. she in it? I was just guessing. Really? Uh, possibly. Okay. I Let's just say Swayze's in it. There's an actress that plays his sister. Yeah, I didn't know where that was going, and it seemed to pay off okay, mm. and uh, I liked it, and uh, yeah, good creepiness to it. Yeah, it was creepy. The little that weird rabbit. Yeah. Char- rabbit costume character is interesting, and yeah. It's a, basically about time travel, though, isn't it? Because it's—I mm-hmm. don't want to give it away, but it's an old film. Yeah, there's so some time travel it, elements to it. Yeah. So and there's destiny. This, and there's what... this idea of yeah, destiny of like fate and like the inevitability of uh, your fate. You can't escape it. Well, you can't escape it. The thing he makes a choice uh, that things would be better if uh, things went in a certain direction. Yeah. So makes makes a choice that he didn't. Oh, that's an interesting thing to too. So it's yeah. not really fate; it's free free will. Yeah. Interesting. I have to watch it again. It's been a while since I saw it, and and. Uh, that is that is interesting because um, I think I have it on my computer because I think Mary has done has cheated and has sent in her uh, movies before. She's made some changes because Ex Machina obviously wasn't on her list before. But I did a I How did a dare um, you I did a uh, I did a uh, title card with Donnie Darko. Mm, that's true. Way back in the day, and so I had to I had to get the film in order to to get a screenshot uh-huh. for it. So I could watch it again from the, so I will, I will watch it again. That uh, sounds interesting. And, and look at your drawing again and go, it's a good drawing. It's okay. All right. Number eight. Number eight. Number. I've not seen this film. Okay. What is it? This movie that I have not seen. 
is uh, Pinocchio in space. No, is uh, a <laughs> it's a uh, cube. Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I cube. I often lump together Cube and Donnie Darko, as in movies and, that and have also it. the Cube. What is the Cube? Isn't that the one with Jennifer Jennifer Lopez? No, that's the Cell. Sorry, sorry everyone. I apologize. Movie but a phone. Once again, like uh, like Donnie Darko, uh, uh, not as good a sequel following it. Oh, okay. Uh, there's like Hypercube, and then there's like another one, Cube Origin or so something. It should be just called Cubed. Should, really. It's yeah. like three movies mm. should be cubed. That's absolutely... And yeah. they should fold in on each other. Yeah. Uh, no, very simple idea, but uh, it really works. Uh, There's a smart thing of doing a Jaws thing off the top, which it shows you the most gruesome thing off the top. Okay. And so now you've set the tone yeah and then uh it's yeah it's the old strangers in a strange place what's going on which can not be good uh <laughs> but they kind of break things down in a good way and then this the dumb thing in the later movies is they explain exactly what's going on uh, it's like knock it off you don't need that stop it, it the mystery is the mystery is the thing yeah it's uh so I, i'm sorry I, I have not seen that uh, no no it's it's worth it it's worth a see it's uh it's especially yeah it's it's not it's not scary scary but it's got good tension and when you realize what they're doing, you go, oh, this is a smart idea for a movie, for an inexpensive movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say definitely uh, give, it a, give it a watch. I don't want to say too much more about it because, you know, it's got uh, secrets on secrets. And it's got one of the guys in it from the C- CBC show. Yeah. Uh, it's his Canadian show, Traitors. Okay. And he does a good job. Oh, I see. That. I see. Please tell me it also has Cuba Gooding Jr. in it. All right. Next movie, please. <laughs> uh, number seven. Pinocchio in Outer Space is uh, Arrival. Oh, we talked about that last week. Also known as Pinocchio in Outer Space. Uh, I feel the same way I felt last week when we talked about it. It's a very good film. I have to say that it's a movie that I saw. I just want to say this about it because I didn't say this last week. All right. It's a movie I saw in the theater. I didn't know what it was about. I knew it was a Denis Villeneuve film and I love his movie, so I wanted to see it. And it was a movie I left the theater so elated after after watching it. Good. It made me feel so good, that film. And this is another movie about time travel. Do you know what? I think I'm, I'm catching a theme here with uh, Mary's movies in that you don't know what the movies are about when you start, mm. and they take you an interesting place. Sure do. None of these movies are spoiled by uh, their trailers. Mm. They're, uh, they're, they're all surprise films. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm, so I'm trepidatious about saying too much about any of them, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. I'm saying see all of these movies. That we're yeah, doing. Arrival has a wonderful, wonderfully... It's a complicated story that's based in the idea of language having language having a physical element to it, which is which is an interesting idea because we like when we talk of time, time ha- time is a physical thing in like in Einstein Einsteinian like physics. Okay, time is is a physical thing. It actually is real, not just a a concept like not just a you no. know made up concept like it is for us. Like it's not something we're projecting onto something. Yeah, yeah. It's something yeah, it's, regardless of... Regardless of us, of, exactly. of us, yeah. Yeah. And so language in in this story and there is also exists separate from us. You know, it has its own existence. And so the aliens in the story, and I hope I'm not giving away by saying they're aliens in it, there's aliens in the story are used language in a completely different way than we use language. And their language is... It's... Their language is actually... Uh, it's... Well, it's written like it looks like like coffee stains, basically. Yeah, and so it has a physical. They draw it out, so the language isn't spoken; it's drawn out and has a physical element, and it connects. It has all these possible nuance. It's all really nuanced yeah. and stuff. It's very. It's a fascinating. Uh, the book is very complicated, and the film, but it's interesting. And the film really 
gets this point across really well and, and almost all visually, which is amazing. That's that's why I like him so much. I really enjoyed I know people didn't like it or it seems like people didn't like it very much, but Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay. I really enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a very good film. And I'm not a fan of Blade Runner at all. But I thought as a as a sequel to that, this uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine was really interesting. Uh I really like themes in it and stuff like that. And and uh, uh, one of the writers of Blade Runner 2049 is also writing the Y pilot, which has a oh. character in it called... Who's her, Who's the secondary character in, in Y? Um, Hero? Uh, no, the other one. The one, uh, the African-American character. Oh, 355? Thank you very much. All right, write that down. That's another dollar for me. Oh, Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Number six. I, just, I hope this doesn't come out of my pocket. I've cut your pocket open, Harpo Mark style. <laughs> okay. Uh, number six. Number six is a movie you like quite a bit. The but, Sixth Sense. But you find it very scary. Oh, The Sixth Sense. Do you find The Sixth Sense very scary? At the time, I thought there was some creepy yeah, things. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Some, it the was little, the little girl underneath the bed, when they're looking mm. underneath, and she's there, and she pushes the box forward. Yeah. Uh, that's creepy. Yeah, that is creepy. A, guy, a little kid, she's taking a whiz. Someone walks by. Mm. I know that's a simple thing. Yeah. But yeah, you're always worried about someone walking by behind you when you're taking a whiz. Mm. Mm. Scary. Okay. Yesterday... I was uh, I went to Penticton with Lisa yesterday, or on Saturday night, and we stayed over. She was working on Saturday morning, and so I basically spent all day doing full marks research. That's our uh, other podcast. Saturday, yeah, yeah our, other, our other fantastically successful um, podcast. Uh, I don't know why you're listening to this creaky old thing. You should head over to Full Marks. That's where yeah, all that party's is, happening. This one's really the Zeppo of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, we've got Beatles to, is Groucho. We've got to episode 355, <laughs> and where is there... Oh, very good. Where, what's what's Ex- next? Excellent. All right, we get another dollar. So, while I was Almost there, though... Almost up to $10. We, uh, we went to... The, there's a great bookstore in Penticton, so we went there, of course, after she was finished uh, her, her work. And then she said, well, do you want to go swimming? And I was like, well, it's raining out, and it's kind of cloudy, and it's cold. And I was, so, yes. And I, so, I was like, oh, okay, well, let's give it a try. So, we went... We drove down to the beach... And I went to this change area to change because it was raining out. So yeah. I just wanted to be in a dry place. So I was in this room and it was really windy out. So the door was like opening <laughs> and closing. And then the lights turned off because they were like set for their timered lights because it's, yeah. it's you know, off season yeah. or whatever. And so it's this dark light. Dark. And I was just thinking, you know, this is where you get murdered. Sure. This is the place you get murdered. Yeah. What, am, what am I doing? And I said, oh, if Lisa like, Came up to the door just to see if I was if I was ready to come out. Yeah. I would like leap out of my skin. It was like basically Jason would walk by, see that, and just go too obvious, <laughs> too and then just went. <laughs> yeah, this Sweet. is condescending. Yeah, <laughs> that's my Jason voice. To be fair, I hadn't had sex with anyone, so I was pretty safe in in slasher movie. Wow! And you're at a high school reunion at this point, and you're planning to tonight. <laughs> What's this got to do with the? What's this? It's callback. Let's not, Jason. Just, say it. Let's call not, back to earlier. Let's bit. not go into. Let's not go into that. Okay, Jason. Sad. What does? What do I find scary? Number six. What's the scary movie? Uh, Mulholland Drive. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, which I think is interesting because I don't find it scary. But yeah, so. yeah, it's scary. Hmm. It's okay. You don't find the scene where uh, the guy is re- is uh, is going behind. Oh, that's scary. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Sorry, I forgot about that scene. Oh. <laughs> That is, to me, the first time I saw that, you it blocked was, it out of your head. It was heart, <laughs> heart-stoppingly scary. Yeah, yeah, that was a that to was the point a where it feels scene. like 
the, that character, whatever that is, seemed to come back in the new Twin Peaks. And it was like, oh, it's those guys. Oh, it's that thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's this business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, there's, a, uh, there's a scene at the end that's like uh, involving a door that's uh, super scary to me. Because mm, yeah, mm. it's just weird. And it's just, ugh. Yeah. What uh, a, Lynch can scare me more than most people. Yeah, Lynch is really, like, he's, I think he's like, I don't know if he realizes how creepy he is. You know that scene in um, in the film with uh, Laura Dern and Nicolas Cage? Yeah, Wild at Heart. Wild at Heart. And she talks about her cousin who loved Christmas so much, played by Crispin Glover. Yeah, I was about to and say. And it's so fucking creepy, and you're like, yeah. this Lynch hey, know what he's doing? He just put a cockroach on his, oh, jeez. Oh, no. Yeah, does, it's like Lynch. Does Lynch know how creepy he is? Well, it's like, there's there's that thing that people do where you've got the whispering like gets you to feel a certain thing and i believe that there's visual things and other cues yeah. that he knows how to do that bring you into stuff so that you're you, you you're, you're vulnerable well it's not even that you're vulnerable i think what he does is he does certain things and it, it's like here's the thing if you have a scene where uh in a movie where someone's just lightly touching someone's arm yeah. your arm will go Ugh. Mm. and then if something violent happens you will feel it more mm. yourself okay. uh it's like he can he can make you hyper aware because you enter enter it more because he, he just has this atmospheric thing so when things do occur they hit you deeper than just a surface movie which is doing cheap jump scares yeah you know but he can do a thing where like you're just looking down a hallway, which is something he likes to do. And you're like, oh, you're making me do the work. He doesn't just look it's down the hallway. He'll slowly, thing. he'll slowly dolly down the hallway. Yeah. And like, so you get this very slow what movement into see? darkness. What am I going to see? What am I going to see? What am I going to see? It's so weird. Like there's a movie, uh, House of the Devil, I think it's called. And there's this, it opens with this long tracking shot through, through a, a kitchen mm-hmm. towards a woman who's standing with her back to you in, in, in a living room. And she's looking out the window. And it just keeps tracking very, very slowly. And you get really nervous because you're like, she's going to turn around and yeah, it's gonna yeah, freak, yeah. you know, what, what yeah. is her face? What are we seeing here? And, uh, it's really effective. It's, you know, because yeah, you just don't know what's there. And what I like about in, in, um, Mulholland Drive, the film opens in a very light way. It's very sunny. Yep. Uh, Naomi Watts, who's very beautiful, arrives in LA. She makes some friends at the airport. It's this very sunny sequence of her coming there and everyone's, everyone loves her and she's just having such a great time and everything's going great. And then it cuts to this sequence with, with a guy talking to his friend at this kind of Denny's style restaurant about this thing that yeah. he's seen in it in, in a dream and in the dream he dies when he sees it. And so it's a terrifying sequence. To me, it was terrifying. This way it was staged and everything and the way it was done, but it, and it's interesting because it changes everything about Naomi Watts' experiences after that. Even though they're exactly the same, it still feels sunny and happy and light and stuff like that. But because of this weird little sequence that precedes it, it kind of curdles it in a way that it doesn't seem the same. It has it takes on a kind of sinister element yeah. to it. And then the show kind of carries that sinister element to this moment in the show, in the movie, where it flips it flips the scenario and everything re- feels like it reverses. Like you've, you're looking in an evil mirror yeah. of what you saw before and it all starts to come apart and ravel before you. It's a very, very, very deep and interesting film. He does a little bit of that with Twin Peaks, and mm-hmm. except like he's able to snap the rubber band back so that you can go to the diner. And even though you know these characters have seen something horrific and yeah. done all this stuff, yeah. 
well, they're just enjoying the diner right now because, you know, life goes on and you've yeah. got to. And then it can go into the other way and yeah. it can do its thing. And now we're yeah. at the roadhouse. But now it's just a roadhouse. Now we're just enjoying a band yeah. here. And like, oh, but some shit's going down at the roadhouse now. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're taking me there and taking me back and snapping me in and snapping me out. Whereas there, yeah, it felt like once the flip was flipped, we're yeah. fully flipped and it's not going to It's not going to get away. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh... and, and the weird thing to me, too, was like when I first saw it, I knew it was supposed to be a TV show at first. That's right. So I think I That's felt right. like it was going to be lighter than mm, it was okay. and less full-on yeah, bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah, that, I mean, that's, you know, if, if there's one problem with the film, it's that there are some hanging, some hanging plot lines because they were developed for the show right. that never happened. So they kind of... That's a, that's a lynch for you. But that's lynch anyway. You yeah. could have that in you any lynch You very seldom thing, have yeah. it all wrapped up. Yeah. It feels like once again, we have a movie here uh, that's, that you would not have predicted what was going on. It seems like I'm going to say, I don't want to judge uh, Mary here, but I yeah. think like she likes a movie that where she doesn't know what's going to happen. She likes and a goes somewhere. Fuck. All right. Let's see what happens with a uh, number five. Number five. Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen this film and I feel guilty because this film is well loved by a lot of people. And it's been recommended to me and it looks like Gone a movie I would like. with the Pinocchio. No, it's uh, Old Boy. I have not seen that I'm going to assume the Korean film, not the uh, yeah, remake, remake with the... Uh, yeah. With, uh, Mr. Which, but Brolin, I do know Josh the plot, Brolin. and I do know that once again, that one goes some places that you don't expect and mm. unfolds. In a you haven't seen it either. Nope. It's by a director that I like a lot. Uh, I think I don't know all his films, but I th- I think it's the same director who did um, Memories of a Murder. I think it's called. Which yeah, is I'm, a I'm put off by the octopus film. scene because I don't like seeing things get eaten alive. So that's a disturbing okay. thing for me. That I, I that'll put me off a that'll put me off a movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I could take all the fake violence in the world, but yeah, seeing yeah. something actually suffer, mm, I'm mm. not. Uh, I'm not, not down keen with. on that. Okay. Yeah. What if it was just a prosthetic uh, octopus that wasn't real? I would think, wow, that was a weird thing to have done instead <laughs> of just using one that was real. <laughs> well, and I also go, that's not true. They, they, they don't think. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't comment on it. I'm glad that uh, Mary likes it, and, and the fact that you like it, Mary, tells me that. And the other films you have on your list tells me that I really, really do need to see Old Boy. There we go. And once you do, you'll report on it. I will. Number four. Number four. I was just going to say, last night, uh, when I finished doing Full Marks, uh, my research, and I printed out... What is Full Marks again, Dave? Full Marks is the podcast that we do. Uh, we're, however, we're not at episode 355, like we are with oh, Sneaky fantastic Dragon. $10. I've made $10. Uh, so... Do you have, uh, do you have uh, nine singles? Because, uh, no. <laughs> That's such an inside joke such to inside. an episode of Full Marks that will come out in two weeks. Yes. <laughs> um... No, I was so I finished it, and I I I've been thinking about this movie for a while, and I so I decided I was going to watch it, which is um, Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai. Mm, yeah, okay. Film? Yes, uh, it's a Jim Jarmusch that, film yeah. uh, with Forrest, uh, Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, and it's uh, I was I'll just, I'll, I said to myself, well, I'll just watch it for half an hour because it was eleven thirty. So then it was one o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh man, I really better get to bed. <laughs> what am I doing? But I'm really ghost dogging it. Here I'm today. really <laughs> ghost dogging it. But yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah, it is good, and it has that weird. It has a weird thing where it's it's um it it ha it it's you know it it's a it's a genre film. Yeah. So it follows some genre conventions, but it's also a Jim Jarmusch film. So it follows Jim Jarmusch conventions. So you know it has weird things like them looking at a guy who's building a boat on his roof. Yeah. In the middle of this movie about you know. I'm gonna say it's, it's the vendetta. best Forrest Whitaker film. Best Forrest Whitaker film. I would say so. Prove me wrong, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. Hosting the Twilight Zone. Um, number four. This is a movie I Fantastic like. Fantastic Four. This is a movie I like a lot, and I like it all the way through. There's a lot of people who oh. like this movie, 
But when it gets to the ending, they jump off. I see. And I do not. I they like jump it. off, so Vanilla Sky. Vanilla Sky is wrong. Because <laughs> at the ending, he jumps off. He does, but it's not that. All right. I'm saying that the people oh, who are watching the film... Thank you. I feel... I'm talking about the people who are watching the film kind of leap, jump off the film at this point. They're like, I'm with you on the train till here, yeah. but I'm jumping off now. I'm not talking about Snowpiercer either. Um, this is uh, number 10, Cloverfield Lane. Okay. And again, I have not seen this You movie. haven't seen that film? No, sir. Okay. Well, oh, man, I'm going to spoil it because... Um, I, I know, I know, but yeah, anyone here doesn't want spoiled, go ahead five minutes. Go ahead a little bit, yeah, because I'm going to spoil it. Because I, I love this film because I love it for different things. One is it's a super well put together movie. Uh, it has that three named actress who is in uh, Scott Pilgrim. Okay. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead plays this woman who is in an unhappy relationship. She decides that she's going to leave her boyfriend. Uh, the movie gives all these clues about who she is right in the beginning sequence, so you have to kind of pay attention to it. Because if you're going to complain about potholes or pl- things that seem kind of ext- kind of hard to believe later on in the film, it's set out for you right there at the beginning of the movie who she is and why she knows what she does. But anyway, uh, she decides she's going to leave her boyfriend. She gets in her car and starts driving away. She's arguing with him on the phone when she gets in this horrific accident. Mm-hmm. She wakes up. She's now she's in an underground shelter that John Goodman has rescued her from this car accident and has bring it, brought her to this underground shelter for her to recuperate. She can't go outside. There's been some cataclysmic event outside ma- making, you know, so she can't go outside. So it's John Goodman, her and this other guy who are all in this, in this little place together. The film kind of messes with your mind though, because it's asked these questions like, is it the end of the world? Is John Goodman lying to her? Is it connected with the original Cloverfield? Is it connected with the original Cloverfield? Yeah. And which, how is it? Because now they're, yeah, they're inside this place and you begin to realize that John Goodman's character is crazy, that he's manipulating these characters, that he's other people who other women have been there and have gone now. What happened to them? There's a scratched into a window. It says help. Someone's tried to contact the outside world using like a ring or something like that. Uh, at the same time, there really does seem to be a threat. A woman tries to get into it, like come in, like she's calling for help and trying to get in and they, you know, they can't let her in. And, uh, you know, so it creates all these things. And so, um, uh, Winston's character starts making this uh, suit, secretly making this suit to go outside in. And so she and you know, so she starts putting together like stuff she finds around the bomb shelter and she starts trying to make this. Uh, you know, it's a survivalist yeah. bomb shelter, so it has gas masks and stuff in it. So she's using these things to make this suit. And yeah, it goes on, and of course she she has to escape John Goodman's character and everything. And you know, then she gets outside and into this world, and everything's fine. It seems everything's fine outside. It's just normal world. And I think she realizes pretty soon that she can breathe. So she removes her mask and she's like, oh, I can breathe. Everything's fine. What was he talking about? You know, and then out of nowhere, she's attacked by these these Cloverfield creatures attack her and she has to like fight them off. But because of all the skills she's developed in her situation, she's been in this bomb shelter with John Goodman's character. She's able to survive this attack and like succeed and and. So and has he been training women? It's not that he's been training, but just that she's had to learn oh, okay. to All like right. fight for herself. Oh, and she's developed as a person, you know, she's not like this little shrinking woman yep. anymore. Now she's this fully, you know, a brave person who's able to like, you know, be in a situation and, and find a way out of it, you right. know. And so in the in the film, she's she, the final scene is she's driving away and she comes to this fork, literally a fork in the road. Yeah. And she can go to safety in this direction, or she can go in this direction and help in the battle against these creatures. Yeah. And so she turns, she turns in the direction to help in the battle. And it's like a 
great kind of fork in the yeah. road moment in this film. And you can see her character develop to this point. And I really like that element of it. But so many people complain about the, the monster attack at the end of the film, like it's a cheat. When it's not a cheat, it's like the, it's like the culmination of what they're building in this story to this point. Yeah, there's a, there's a complaint that people have had where, um, uh, some, some, some of the film, they made a poster of the movie. Yeah. That reveals the ending. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's got like a uh, spaceship. Oh, okay. It's uh, uh, in the sky. Okay. And so it's like, yeah, this is what it is. Mm. Uh, because they wanted to make sure that people go, eh? Oh, You're okay. going to go see this, right? Because it's yeah, exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. not just uh, waiting for Godot with John Goodman. <laughs> but he, but John Goodman is so good in it. He's, he's full on uh, full on evil John Goodman. John right? Goodman is good, period. He's John very good. John Goodman. Period. Yeah. Makes everything he's in at least as good or better. But he has a deep well of rage in him. I know he's talked about getting rid of that deep well of rage. But as an actor, he can go into that deep well of rage. Like you yeah. see him in Barton Fink yeah. or in The Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those characters are scary characters that he can yeah. play. And he brings that to this performance as well, where it's a guy who feels like he's barely containing his... Or King his, Ralph, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the babe. Sorry, I had to finish off my drink Fair after enough. I said that. Number three. Number three. Three uh, Three Musketeers. No. Now, by the way, every one of these movies has had a ending you don't see coming from the beginning. Mm, yeah. Everyone, well, I've got the theme going. So I'm now, okay. I'm now trying to think like, is it, is it this... an early Shyamalan? Do we have a, do we have a, a, an M. Night in here in the mix? Something? I'm trying to think, who does a good uh, twist-a-roo at the end? Who does something like that? Go okay. Ahead. Uh, this movie, I don't know if this falls into this thing or if this falls into, because this is how I remember this film. Okay. If I'm thinking of the right film, if I'm thinking of the wrong film, Mary, I'm sorry. Because this happened before. We talked for a, a half an hour about the wrong movie last sure. time with your list. Fletch we got We got Apollo 13 mixed up with Apollo 11 or whatever the difference is. Or Apollo 18 mixed up with Apollo 13. Or who Something mourns like for Apollo. Because she had liked a film that was a fa- found footage horror film about moon landings. <laughs> okay. And we were talking about the... <laughs> We were talking about the Tom Hanks, oh. uh, Ed Harris film, as if that. But anyway, oh, very good. We were a couple of dummies. She must have. Uh, how she laughed at us. But anyway, easy um, with the we. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, this film, if it was the right film I'm thinking of, this film was very commonly shown on New Year's Eve, and this it's not Is Mad 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 World. Called New Year's Eve. It's not called New Year's Eve. No, all right. It's when we were kids. Anyway, quite often, if you if you were like me and you you babysat. Mm-hmm. You'd often babysit on New Year's Eve. Okay, sounds about right. And I'd go on Super Channel, try to watch some uh, SCTV. It was not available to me as a babysitter. Okay. So Did I you would, get your choice of popsicles, like any flavor? Uh, no. Okay, very I good. Would, I had my choice of, uh, I could watch It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. <laughs> okay. Or I could maybe watch this movie. Or I could watch uh, the Pink, the uh, Return of, no, the Return of the Pink Panther, the one where he goes to the castle and his nose melts and stuff like that. Oh, boy, now. Is that the Pink a, Panther Strikes Back? Baby? There's a lot of Pink Panthers. There are. The one of the good ones. Anyway, this is the party. Is this the one I'm thinking of? Is there a different the party? I gotta look Peter at Peter Sellers. Thing. Yes. Is that okay. the one? Do you think yeah, that's yeah. the one she's talking about? I would assume so. I'm it's... gonna look up the party. Okay, very good. Because if we're gonna take a little break here while Dave looks up the party, we don't have to take a break. You're allowed to talk. The party. Oh wait, the party. When did it come out? Sorry, I just have to read the uh, thing. Oh, okay. There's a German one. Or there's the Peter Sellers one. I don't know which it would be. It's the Peter Sellers one. If you call it the party and you don't clarify that you're not talking about that party, it's got to be the party. Wait, the party. Hold it. With em- with Emily Mortimer, Cillian Murphy, Patricia Clarkson, Kristen Scott. The 2017 film? Yeah. A British black comedy? Oh, boy. 
You know what? We need clarification on this. Yeah, we, we can't discuss this film. No, we can't discuss we this. We can't film. discuss this film. Listen, uh, Mary, let us know what what party yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't seen the party. So either <laughs> the party. So let us know which one it is. And maybe I can see it uh, by the time we talk about it next time. Okay. Yeah. So moving moving Clear. forward, I we need some verification. I will say this trivia that. Yeah. Uh, that Hank Azaria based his character Apu on Peter Sellers' character in The Party. That's where he got his accent from. Huh. Huh. Uh, that's where I, f- I first saw uh, and really fell in love with uh, the singer Claudine Langer. She uh, plays the, the singer that he uh, accompanies. And uh, and Peter Sellers mm-hmm. uh, based uh, his character in The Party, as he often does, yeah. and did with Clouseau as well, on uh, an Alec Guinness uh, dramatic uh, part. They're oh, both okay. impressions of Alec Guinness. Oh, Yes. Interesting. Yes, he uh, did do that character. Number two. Number two is uh, Shutter Island, the Martin Scorsese film with which again I have Leonardo not seen. DiCaprio. I have not seen. Well, you would like that movie. It's good. Very good. I will. Uh, I will. Yeah, please don't spoil it like you did Cloverfield. I for know. Me. I'm sorry. I just, Sir, I felt like you weren't going to see it. No, probably not. Because <laughs> it's been been a while. That's all right. Although Shutter Island's the same. It's been a while. Uh, it's a very good film. Once again, I do Leonardo know there's DiCaprio. twists and turns and twists and turns. This is the thing about the party that, that bothers me. Yeah. It doesn't fit in this whole thing. I know. That's why. Of I'm, all the twisty, turny, why, turny, turns. That's why I, I said I don't know if it's the same Yeah. yeah. This is, yeah. Uh, again, context clues. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure this mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. All right. You got to let us know which one it is. All right. What do you think of Shutter Island? Hit me with it. Oh, I love Shutter Island. I think it's a very good film. Is it based on a comic book? I don't know. Let me take a look while you discuss it because I can't because I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, Leonardo DiCaprio plays uh, an FBI agent who comes to this, um, I guess it's a mental institution on an island. Uh, and I assume it's Shutter Island? Shutter Island, yes. The, uh, they say the name in the movie, then you have to do what, what uh, Penn, Gillette? Penn, and, Penn and Teller tell us to do, which is say, yes. When someone tells you that. I'm terrible at doing that, but Mary is great at it. She always <laughs> gets the yes out. She's so good. I forget. I'm just too absorbed in the film. Uh, yes, it's a very, I don't know how much I can say about it. It's a film about, it's a film about loss. It's a film about. It's just a, it's just a novel. It's not just a, a novel. novel. Okay. Okay. That's all right. Uh, and it's a very, uh, do you know who wrote it? Yes, I do. Do I ever? Off the top of my head, uh, Dennis Lehane. Oh, okay. He also wrote, uh, Mystic River, the, uh, which also was made into a film about Bastin. Uh, he also wrote, uh, Gone Baby Gone. Oh, another film about Bastin. <laughs> So Shutter Island must take place near Bastin, sure, because uh, that would follow in follow in his oeuvre. Of that's a lot of films about Boston. Bastin. Would you say that's a Boston Mass? I'd say it's a Boston Bar. Well, Boston Mass is a little stronger because it's a mass of Boston. But you had to get your thing out. Sorry, it's all right. Boston Bar. Sorry, right. just just <laughs> just give your review. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say more than that about it. It's a very, very, very good film. What's interesting to me, though, about uh, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio is how many movies they made together. Yeah. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio is an actor who I think is quite good. Some people will put him down. I'm going to ask you a quick question. And I think they're dumb. Do you think... Yes, I do think. ...that Martin Scorsese okay. stopped working years ago, and when you see him, he is now actually Leonardo DiCaprio, just wearing gag uh, glasses and eyebrows? <laughs> Because they are about the same height, okay, right? Okay. Now, just picture, picture sure. if you will, Leonardo sure. DiCaprio yeah. puts on the big brows, yeah. puts the big the peeper, glasses on. the glasses on, yeah. and just starts talking really fast. Yeah. And he could. Mm-hmm. Is he just playing Martin Scorsese now? Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. No. That's my theory. Okay. Scorsese retired a long time ago. Sure, sure. Uh, With all but the is shark it, tail money. You know, people people do put down a shark tail money. People put down... Uh, 
people put down Leonardo DiCaprio as an actor, right? Not not you. You were uh, you were loving uh, Great Gatsby last week. Yes, I think he's very good in that film. I think he's a good actor. Like I I don't understand why people put him down. Oh, because I, he was a heartthrob, and I, th- uh, I, and I don't think like and he shouldn't have drowned in that damn movie. You should have let him on the uh, thing. I mean, I don't know if he should have got an Oscar for The Revenant. I think he got the you know is this like an endurance prize for doing yeah. that film? Uh, I think he's a bit of stunt acting. I think sure. The Departed, like he is uh, masterful in that film. There's a scene where he's being uh, he's in the hospital with Vera Farmiga. This is another Martin Scorsese film. He's in the hospital with Vera Farmiga, and she's she's you know perform she's she's a nurse and she's taking care of an injury, and he looks at her, and you can see in his look that he's looking at her and knowing that he can never be with her. He can never have what she offers because of what he has to do as as a policeman undercover mm. as a you know working as basically he's become like the people sure that he's trying to stop and he has gazed into the abyss yeah and he cannot have what she offers and it's he could he says all of it in one look and when i see that i just think how can people put down his acting because that is a hard thing to do to make everything about you so clear in yeah. one look at here's someone. how they put down his acting because he changed and people don't like change but mm. they don't like when people stay the same either. Yeah, so there you go. It's very hard. But it's just interesting because, yeah, uh, Scorsese was doing uh, the avi- – I think it's called The Aviator, right? The, the he did The Aviator, The movie yeah. about Howard Hughes. And, you know, he thought that – and I guess, well, he just he done Gangs of New York and he used – and, of course, Leonardo DiCaprio was in that. And it was a bit of stunt casting because he needed a, a name that would bring money to that movie because sure. it was very hard to get – convince people to do a movie about gangs in New York in the 19th century. Yeah. That sounds unpleasant uh, to watch. Why would you want to watch yeah, that? Yeah, why would you want to watch that? So instead, it's a really kind of a lively film with all these great personalities. But Leonardo DiCaprio was a name. And so he came onto the film. But he came into it as, you know, ha ha, Leonardo DiCaprio. And people are forgetting, of course, how great he was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Like, he was so good as the brother in that film. And he, you know, he does a really good job. I mean, you know, he doesn't outact uh, Mr. Serious Guy. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis, yeah. No one can outact that guy. Because that guy's in it to win it. Oh, yeah. He's full on in. Sure. He's I mean, in it so hard, he's got to quit at one point because I've, I've, oh. I've, I've lewised up. Well, you know, before doing Gangs in New York, he spent six months building a time machine, went back and lived yeah. with gangs in New York, then came back and did the film. Well, it was like when the other film that he did where he severed all of his nerves except in his left foot so mm-hmm. he could really like nail that yeah, part. Yeah. Except and then the sad thing was he 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 demanded to drive himself home every night. Yeah, so many accidents, <laughs> so but he didn't feel anything. No, 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 no. It I, was in either way. He's very careless of other people, uh, as well as having no no nerves left. But anyway, so then then he was doing the Aviator, and he thought, well, you know, it would be good in this is Leonardo. He looks very much like Howard Hughes did sure. it when he was young. So he cast him in that. And then I guess he's like, well, I'm doing The Departed. I might as well. You know, Leonardo yeah, is so good. He's I'll get him in that. And then Shutter Island. Oh, he's I'll do Shutter Island. I mean, I kinda wish that Leonardo was still doing movies with him. He, he would have been good in the maybe, silence and maybe, stuff like that. Maybe he will again. But um yeah, continuing on that which a tetralogy, I guess, of uh, the four films that they've done together. All right, you used the word tetralogy. Yeah, that's fine. All right, I'm gonna give you that ten dollars back then. <laughs> Promise to you if you could slip the word tetralogy into the podcast no, scene, no we'll need, see no, ten- no? All right. Mm-hmm. Have you got change for a ten? I do have change for a ten. All right, I'm give you nine signals. Let me see here. Let me just dig out what I got in my coffee. That's so good. Give me that so nice. All right. so yeah, and like, uh, but he brings the same acting chops to to Shutter Island. It does a really good job of conveying so much emotion in a character that's, you know, he's supposed to be like an FBI agent who's on this island looking for looking into some kind of pro- mystery, and he's trying to solve this mystery. And he's, you know, but uh, 
it's Leonardo DiCaprio just acting. acting Leonardo DiCaprio, so good, good actor, great actor. That's what we're saying. You know what's the weird thing? Mm. Even people that are bad actors turns out to be good actors. Let me give you an example. Sure, sure. Uh, everyone, everyone has a good hearty laugh at Keanu Reeves. Ha ha ha! They say mm-hmm. that guy's no good. Yeah. No good acting. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's, he's limited, but he's good in a certain role for sure. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he does it so does well. Does it really well? You wouldn't want to see him in Dracula. We've but seen, you know what? Yeah, let that me was just, about it. Let me correct that because that movie that movie is a mess. Yep. And so he probably got no direction. No. No help at all with no. his accent. What movie no are training. you in? What movie's anybody in? <laughs> no. Everyone's in a different movie. No training at all. Like so he's yeah. just kind of thrown into it. Anthony no British Hopkins accent. is in a very different movie than Gary yeah. Oldman. Yeah. Is in a very different movie than Keanu Reeves. Is in sure. a very different movie than Winona Ryder. Yeah. I mean, they were in such different movies, they didn't even know they got married. That's how confusing it was. They ended up getting married. <laughs> Who no, did? They didn't know. Uh Winona Ryder and uh, Keanu Reeves. They did? Are you, okay, you're not hep to this job. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. They yeah. had a, uh, this was in the news like about two weeks ago or three oh, okay. weeks ago. Okay. Uh, the ceremony yeah. where they get married sure. was by a real priest. Oh. So uh, they got married oh. is the bit. Anyway, so there. They, uh, they, well, they, did they have to annul it? I, no. Cause no it's like, she looks so confused all the time. Well, that was the thing. They were uh, they were talking about that going like, yeah. you know what? I think, uh, I think we're married. And mm. Kenneth was like, what? Oh, oh, maybe. Maybe we're married. Maybe. So, yeah. So, it's possible that they're married. Of course, they're not. It's just fun. Yeah. But it's fun. It's just a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Some people might have joked about that in a tweet on uh, maybe the Mad Magazine website. Maybe that tweet got bought. Maybe I can't say what that tweet was because uh, there's anonymity. But if you look back on maybe tweets about that time of jokes... There might be a funny joke about that. Well, I think that. if you look at that, this, a person responded and said, "Oh no, that's impossible. They didn't publish the bands three times before the before the wedding. Very good. Therefore, it is not a legitimate wedding in England." Fantastic. Uh, Number one. Uh, let me push my glasses up. Uh, Number one, one movie for Mary. Hook. Number one movie. What's in her book? I've never seen this movie, I'm sorry to say. Let's make up a... But I believe it's a time travel film called Primer. Oh, it's good. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, talk about a film for a minute. No, it's just a really, that. it's just a really good, simple uh, time travel uh, uh-huh. movie idea. Everything works in this in this list except for the party. <laughs> I am really suspecting that that is a different movie. Yeah, I think unless. So Mary, uh, you, you you stuck that in there, Mary, to, Mary, to, to to throw us off completely. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's just uh, some some kids uh, do a little time travel on there, try to fix things, and uh, okay. it does not work out well. Mm. But there's very realistic. They try to play with the realism of what time travel would be, and yeah. like, can you alter things once you've done things, and can you interact with yourself? Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't want to spoil too much because sure. it's one of those movies. Yeah, yeah, but it's done very simply. The effects are good, uh, and it delivers. And I think you would enjoy this movie. It's one I've wanted to see. For I would a while, say watch I... it with uh, one or more of uh, the girls that uh, you have uh, created. <laughs> oh, I will do that. Very awkwardly put, but I will. I will do that. Okay. I am really uh, confused by this party thing now. This, like, really <laughs> it's just so strange. Yeah. It's just like, it'd be like this real, a whole bunch of like really art house movies. And then it would be like uh, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise is like the <laughs> second to the last one. You're like, this, there's got to be a different. What? There's a different. There's got to be a, a different, different one Revenge that we're talking nerds, about. Yeah, yeah. That's Wait, are you talking about the German Revenge of the Nerds? Die Nerden? Die Nerden der Revenge? <laughs> Yeah, they, that's the one they have some very dark revenge they take. Oh, yes. On those yes. Ter- yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. Yeah. So, 
they killed us jockin <laughs> Ach, nerds! and then they just carve ends in their foreheads oh yeah. yeah at the end sure but you know it's it's fun it's a lot of fun so look if you want us to go what are you talking about about your movies <laughs> yeah maybe maybe learn from mary's list and if you do put down a movie that exists in several iterations of that name put a date ah besides your because that's what lisa did with her great gatsby she put the 2017 version not yeah. or 2016 whatever it was not the 1970 whenever the Robert Redford Mia Farrow one was. And I always confuse it with the the great, great ape. So, you know, I don't want to be uh, making that mistake. The great, great Great ape? Great, a grape ape. Oh, the grape ape. Yes. Yeah, that's a different one entirely. Yes. Hmm. He was a giant uh, ape. Yep. That was back when Hanna-Barbera went, does it rhyme? (laughs) Then we'll we'll make it a thing. (laughs) Sure. Megillah McGorilla, love it. Yeah. Done. And that's the end of my list. (laughs) There's more. Oggy Doggy. Yep. Quick draw, McGraw. Yep. You're thinking Huckleberry Hound, but it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Snagglepuss. No, yep. it doesn't work. Uh, Snagglepuss is on the loose. That's what it's called. It sure is. <laughs> Wrap it up, Dedrick. Well, everyone, we thank you again ba, ba, for ba, another ba, successful ba, 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 episode ba, 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 of ba, ba, Sneaky ba, Dragon. Ba, 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 episode ba, 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 355 to be exact. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to the website, sneakydragon.com. We have a message board there. Uh, our email address is sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We have a Sneaky Dragon page there. We're also on Twitter at sneaky underscore dragon. You can see us on Twitter. And if you'd like to, we have a Patreon page that you can uh, pledge a little money towards us to help us fund fun shows like Full Marks and Sneaky Dragon. And help us uh, plan new shows for later on because uh, the more money we have to put into things, the more we can do. That's true. Also, if you don't feel like it, don't bother. It's a free show. Uh, that's all. Bum, 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 bum.